Hey, Jameson. Yeah, what's up? Raise your hand if your team has won a Super Bowl this century. Raising my Let hand. Let the record show that two, Idiots only two of raise us, their the hand on a podcast where no one can see them. Womp womp, the 49ers <laughs> lost. Oh, so like bad. Oh, we're the best the team. Show. We're the best team in the league. No one can stop us. Shanahan is the greatest. Womp womp. You guys Who suck. Ever said Boom. That? You said you at least quote me. I'm not. I don't have to when quote you. When did I you. say the no, 49ers no. were the greatest team in the yeah. league? And we're Shanahan taking creative liberties. We, we better win the Super Bowl. It's I, gotta oh, yes. be us. We, blah, 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 blah. we better Choked win the away. Super Bowl. Choked it all away. You're never gonna go back. <laughs> Did you also know that the Cowboys have won the Super Bowl more oh recently God, than you guys? It took you I was this long to bring it up. No, I was gonna say it. Shows no, I was gonna save it. Full immaturity as a fan. No, no, I was just gonna say it because you guys are in the same category as the Dallas Cowboys. And we clown the Cowboys frequently. Yeah. Listen, we're not in the same category as the Cowboys. Because yes. the Cowboys haven't appeared in a Super Bowl. But zero rings. That's all that matters. That's all that matters? Does anybody remember the losers of Super Bowls, really? No. Yeah. I remember the winners. Literally, there's a documentary about the Buffalo Bills right now. Okay, well. <laughs> like, it just came out on Netflix. That's fair. Yes, yeah. they that's do. Fair. One of zero the greatest rings. quarterbacks of all time has never won one, Dan Marino. Yeah. We know, we they, know guys that have not won one. They do remember. Okay. Nonetheless, I'm just going to blow holes. Womp, womp. Mine was womp, way better. Womp. I'm just saying. Niners lost. For picking oh. on people, this, mine was Bummer. way better. Don't you know, care. My, my take well, was, if not this year, when? Hey, and, guys, you know, Gr- Grant really, really sucks at smack talk. That's okay. Um, that's, that's what okay. we learned in this episode. I'm better at trash talk because I have something to, to bring to you. I, t- I do it after the fact. I do it after the fact. Yep. So, sucks to be you. Same amount of rings as the Seahawks. Actually, less because the Seahawks actually have one more recently. We, we, have, we have five. We have one more recently. You have one total. Yep. And it was it is sooner than yours. <laughs> so stupid. How many have you seen? You've literally said how many have you seen them win? How many have I seen? Them win. Yeah, I've I've seen one. Like that's yeah, same, same, I've same. seen one. One? Well, I don't have the mic on my towards my one and one. One and one. One and one. We've won one. We've won one. You know what? I'm glad I didn't drop my mic and walk out on you. This is so much better to watch you screw it up. I'm not screwing it up because I'm on this (laughs) This high. The Niners have lost the Super Bowl. Join us for the next two hours while Grant says things that are much more constructive and make sense. And I uh, just sit here depressed for the next, well, at least the next 30 minutes. Um, As we talk about the Super Bowl and all that took place. And uh, we will also dive into later a little bit of our uh, what happened in terms of prop bets, who won the playoff uh, pick them. Uh, we were all surprised that that person won for sure. And then two, uh, we're going to dive a little bit into the draft as we're now rounding the corner into the offseason and getting ready for that. So hook up for the next two hours. This is Sportsify. Welcome to Sportsify for February 22nd, 2024 with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome to the Let's Talk About Anything But The Super Bowl show. My name is Matt Novak. Alongside me, as always, is Grant Hawker. On the third mic is Jameson DeFore. Yo. Uh, Not joining us uh, is our buddy Mike Connor tonight. Uh, He's out being a good husband, Uh, so salute to our dude. 
We'll get that out of the way because we know so he's Luke, listening. You probably don't want to be here really anyway. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about what I have to talk about. So yes. we are going to be in Super Bowl mode as we kick off the night. We're going to get to uh, our playoff game. I we're, We did playoff pick them. We've got to declare a winner there. We're talking prop about bets. prop bets. Prop bets was pretty fun. Um, and, uh, dude, I got some stats on, uh, betting for the month of January, by the way, like sports betting. Uh, oh, like how, you, how much money yeah, is we're gonna, I'm going to put it into oh, our, our game that we're going to play tonight. I, I've got a more or less yeah. for the total number, uh, across the U S uh, in January. Holy cow. You degenerates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a problem. And it, to be I'm fair, sure I think, I think I contributed $25. I, I I think I saw the number, and let me just say, America loses. <laughs> Dude, like, this is so bad. It's terrible. This like this is the stuff that's above board. Okay, this isn't this isn't your like mob led uh, gambling arena here. Like this is bad yep. above board. So anyway, but we got to get to some stuff. Uh, I I got to talk about the Super Bowl. I'm the only 49er fan here tonight, so I have things to say. Yeah, but. Uh, I want to get it out of the way from the fan perspective. I'd like to talk about the game in two ways. First, I want to say we have not talked a whole lot about it we with have each not. other. Like, nope. James we, and I did not text these guys when mm-hmm. it happened out of respect. We didn't and, we texted and, each other. And we didn't get to but, talk about it last week because of our schedule. Right. So um, there, there's been not a whole lot of takes that have been shared about no. the Super Bowl. And Mike, Mike and I watched the game together at my house. Yep. He did come up and travel up for that. Um, so we, we got to experience that in a rather devastating, it was like a double devastation. I shared with Grant what happened. Um, but I'll, I'll explain it here in just a moment, but I do want to get my fan perspective out of the way. Um, number one, as an NFL fan, these overtime rules are the most confusing thing. It is ridiculous. And I don't get it. Um, like still I've gone over all of them like three times and they need to do a much better job of explaining it. Everyone thought the game was over if there was an incompletion on that play. Like, because it was going to go down to zero. Yeah, it hit, hit zero seconds. Yeah, and or if the penalty uh, for clearly, like, two guys being downfield um, would have been called on the Chiefs there. Because uh, Mahomes still has the ball in his hand, and you have two offensive linemen, one who has a foot in the end zone, and the other one who is a yard and a half down with even his back foot. Um, we're downfield that, w- that went uncalled on the touchdown. Go back to it. Come but. On. I, but that would have ran out the clock. That's why I was saying it. They would have ran out the clock. Yeah. And so I thought that was the end of the game. I was like, this is, we're getting screwed. What the heck had just happened? And like, I got super angry as a fan. There was zero clarity on what was actually going to happen. The only thing that caught me off guard about the whole deal was that there would be um, three timeouts for, and they would have a two minute warning. And I was like, okay, there's no two minute warning yet. So there's another period here. Like, I don't understand. I didn't understand when it yeah, would end. They Well, when, when they did the coin toss, all they said was both teams have a chance to score. Yeah. You know, if you kick a field goal and they get a touchdown game over, which is, is what yeah. happened. So, so the, yeah, the fan perspective, though, like. But they didn't explain anything about, holy like, cow. how it's treated now yeah. with, like, if it's zeros on the, on the time. Yeah, I was kind of stressing. I was like, what are we doing? Like, we're just sending it like that? Just running up there to get one last playoff? But oh, and yeah. then after the fact, it was like, oh. They still get a chance to possess even through the quarter, which right. was right. not clear to me. It essentially so, means there's yeah. two quarters. And that, the, for, so from a fan perspective, like, get that right. Okay, that's just how I felt as a fan. That was pretty lousy. Um, I didn't know if the game was going to be over or not on that play. Um, but 
also from a fan perspective, just, you know, I think what, there was a couple of things that were really hard. One was watching this Dre Greenlaw. Fan, this fan is fan of, me. Fan of the Niners, not yes. fan of football. This okay. is fan of the Niners. Yeah. Watching Dre Greenlaw get hurt. That sucked. That's the weirdest thing. I wouldn't wish ever. that on literally anyone. Uh, I was so bummed. Like, that, that. I was like, no way. Like, at least have it happen in a play. Like, at least, you know, like, obviously, like, I'm not saying at least for an injury, but like, not when you're running on He's the just field. just running on the field, excited to go. Did you, did you hear the, uh, like, the mic'd up reactions to that? Yeah. Yeah, I saw all that. that it was that so sucked. brutal. That yeah, sucked. like, that's crazy. And, and, you know, and the Niners, obviously, with the, with the injury history they've had in recent years, like, just to see another one go down. Uh, Mike and I were joking before that happened. We were like, dude, Dre Greenlaw's getting a 15-yard penalty in this game. Like, it's going to happen. How amped he, he was. He was so amped up. We, like, pretty much, like, Hulk smashed um, uh, McKinnon. Like, hey, that was a great tackle. No, I mean, like, good, he, no like, after the play, like, yeah. it was like a Hulk smash. He was, like, all right, man. He was running around making plays. That defense was humming in that first half. And just to see him go down sucked. Yeah, dude. Um, as far as, a, from a fan perspective, things I had a really hard time with. I uh, had a real hard time with Kyle Shanahan in the third quarter. There's yep. no excuses. Yeah. You can't call nine pass plays in a row Crazy. and devastate two drives. Um, I just, the way that we were able to move the ball downfield, uh, inside, outside, by running and setting up the pass was awesome. And it was devastating to see him make a change when what we were doing was working so well. Yeah. Um, and it just, I love Shanahan to death. But in these big moments, I really question his ability to make calls. And uh, he messed up when, it, when we needed him to just run the ball downhill. Well, and that was hard. That's, that's three Super Bowls where he decided to pass more than run in, yep. the, in, in important situations where I don't know if he's trying to be clever. I don't know. He led, he led this game for almost three quarters. And um, there was just no reason to do what he did. I don't know if he was trying to... Give Brock Purdy the MVP, the Super Bowl MVP. I don't know what well, it was. We well, took that away from him when he let Juwan well, Jennings throw a touchdown pass. Well, but, sure, yeah, um. no, for sure. But like, <laughs> yeah, when you play, I mean, I think just in general, take it out of the Super Bowl. It's Week Eleven, nine pass plays in a row, nine the same type of plays in a row doesn't make sense. Nine runs in a row, nine passes in a row. I, not I would defend ideal. the nine okay. runs in a row. Yeah, sure. If you're getting, if it's it depends on what position you're at in the game too. Like they're clearly yeah. in a position where it's like we can maintain control. And, yep. you know, me rooting for the Chiefs that game, the last thing I wanted to see is them getting the ball to McCaffrey in space, you know, running yep. a, a screen or even just handing him off the ball. It was like he was just eating. Um, yeah. it, and that it, is it, the most vulnerable part of the Chiefs defense in the playoffs. And so it was just a head scratcher. You can just run the ball. That scares me as a fan of the other team right now. And you're going to dominate and run the clock out. And now it's not a problem. If you're well, down yeah. late in the game and you throw nine passes in a row, that's obviously different. But with where they were at, it just made no sense to make that decision. Well, and, and, and two, like, we always talk about, like, we talked about it in the, in, in the playoffs, throughout the playoffs with in different teams, like, you know, putting the ball in the hands of your best player. Sure. And a lot of times when teams run the ball, you're taking it out of the quarterbacks, especially in the playoffs, right? When you get into the playoffs, it's these quarterbacks that are carrying the teams, best player on the field, yada, yada, yada. It's like, oh, you ran the ball, you're taking it out of the, best play, the hands of the best player. It's undoubtedly CMC is the best player on this team. Yeah. Like, it, I think offense or defense, he's the best player. And you take you're taking it out of his hands, so that same thing applies. That's like where it doesn't make sense. I was also de- disappointed that they chose not to use Elijah Mitchell till later in the game when CMC was tired. Um, yeah. I, I was disappointed. You had a great opportunity there. 
You have the ball like the 45-yard line. It's first down. And on that drive, you end up punting the ball. Because uh, they did get a complete... It's not like they didn't get any completions sure. in those nine. They got completions. They just weren't able to consistently connect and move the ball down the field. And I think he just got a little arrogant that he could pull it off, uh, Kyle did with the play calling. But, like, you're on the 45. That's a great spot for Elijah Mitchell to come in, who is a power, speed, doesn't give a crud runner, and will just go full bore. I understand, like, you'd already had a running back put the ball on the ground. CMC, by the way, uh, had two total fumbles on the year before he dropped it on the first possession. That sucked. Um, But but I just wish he would have done it right there with Elijah Mitchell. Um, and then I'll say, because I brought it up, the, the last thing, it, well, the, the other thing that was disappointing with the offense was George Kittle got hurt in the fourth quarter, didn't know how bad, he's getting checked out. They literally are holding him on the sideline. The Niners had driven, uh, driven down the field, not in the fourth quarter, sorry, in overtime. Um, they're holding him on the sideline to put him in on the play after this. It's second and two. Uh, CMC had come out. Elijah Mitchells goes out runs the ball to the right side for a first down, flag gets thrown. I look up, and I'm like, it better not be. And it's Braden Willis, the rookie tight end for the 49ers, that they sent out there instead of George Kittle on the right. Also, by the way, use check on the sideline during this play. You could have put him onto that right side and had him make the outside block, but they put a rookie who had not played more than 15 snaps in a game all year in overtime on the outside to do this, just horrible positional coaching because it's the uh, tight ends coach that makes that call on who goes out. They could have done anything else but Braden Willis. And instead of second and two, we're looking at second and tw- or sorry, a first down and inside the 15 of the Chiefs. We're looking 12. at second and 12, the backed up, and the freaking Chiefs can just tee off. And it was so frustrating to see a positional group screw up like that in coaching when you could clearly have had multiple other... George Kittle's on the sideline begging to go in with his helmet on, and they let Braden Willis do it. I I just... You need this. This is the one and only time where you don't tell your star no. Kelsey got up, screamed at his coach, and literally physically threatened him in this game and still won a, a Super Bowl and was allowed to play the rest of the game. George Kittle asks nicely to go out, and they hold him off. And this happens, and then you end up with a field goal, and you lose the game. Huge difference maker. Huge. A lot of people questioning um, that drive in particular from the coaching standpoint. Hey, don't you want to know what you got to do? Kyle Shanahan, in my opinion, uh, did the right thing for his team at the time. Uh, The Chiefs defense had been on the field a ton, and they were gassed. And the Niners clearly, up till that hold, ran it down their throats. It was They're the moving. best call drive I'd seen yeah. by Shanahan in I literal agree. weeks. And he did a great job. And then uh, that happens in the, you know, you get hosed and pushed back. But I 100% agree with it. If the Niners score the touchdown, let's just say their defense still gives up the touchdown, then it's the Niners ball and all they got to do is kick a field goal. Yeah. And they win the game. And so Kyle was literally betting on, hey, they they might go for two, or we're at least going to force them to go for two and not just kick the extra point with Butker and tie this game. Um, that's that was his thinking. Well, and well, and I think that's what the Chiefs would have would have done just because. Yes. Again, it's Mahomes, right? It's Mahomes, best player. You know, with, they he, they don't want to put that on the defense. You put and it. I, on I also on think the, that's the best way to just win the Super Bowl. Yes, like, you don't want to give win the, or lose. Like, 
you got all the way here and now the One other play. team just has to kick a field goal. Like that's <laughs> yeah. almost yeah. so easy these days. Like when right. it's just a really dialed in drive. And Especially so it's like you're surrendering you've been playing if you don't go for two. For four quarters. Bro, like you've been playing it a tough been, game. It was an all-timer. And and we haven't said this yet, but oh. what a freaking great game. No, I literally I haven't mm-hmm. said that yet. But I think this is the best Super Bowl since probably the Eagles Patriots. And I might even take this game over that. I mean, maybe not the storyline of like Nick Foles winning, beating Tom Brady. Great game. But in terms of the overall enjoyment of the great game, second half, I was like, oh, this is fireworks. This is awesome. This is I would, exactly what I wanted. I would say. Overall, the best Super Bowl that I have ever seen is the Patriots beating the Falcons. Sure. Yep. Unfortunately, the, Kyle Shanahan on the receiving end of that one. The Patriots, Eagles, Patriots, Seahawks are both in there for yep, me too. Those are, those are all good ones. All great Super Bowls. This is in the mix, right in there. I would say th- those I, are in all the, my top five. I like would this be in definitely in the last like three or four years. This is the best one, mm-hmm. like by far. This is way better than, than the Niners Chiefs from before. This is better than. Last year's Super Bowl. Last year's Super thought, Bowl was pretty good, though. It's just yeah, a totally it was, it was different good, type of football in that game. It was different type of football, and it kind of, you know, Chiefs kind of pulled away at the end. Um, but this one, was, it, was, it was literally down to the play. Of, yeah. You know, no, again, yeah, this, and this is thing, what you want as an NFL fan. Well, and like, that was yeah. something that Mike had talked about last, last time we recorded. Like, the best Please. Super Bowls are the ones. Anytime you can have a walk-off play. moment in a game for yeah. a championship, yep. that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. And, I, and, and super glad for every NFL fan that it was that. But just as as the, the fan in this conversation, right? Shoot me, because um, <laughs> you could have easily won this game so many uh, different times. So many different t- the the block freaking extra point is your season. Yep, yep. Um, that was tough. It's the weakest unit the 49ers have is uh, is their special teams kicking unit, um, which was not, funny not because he actually Jake had Moody. a fifty five yarder. He had the record for all of three for like, minutes. Yeah, yeah like until Butker minutes, got the Butker chance. on the next drive. Uh, which surprised me, like, honestly, the, the fact that he hit that 55-yard. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. And then I, I'm, maybe I'm wrong on this because I've been hearing a couple of different things, but it sounded like on the extra point, like, he hit it off the side of his foot, which there I feel was like was a low a, angle. Yeah, it was a low angle kick. Yeah, which it was. feels like a really bad thing to do when you're just lining up for an extra point. But yeah, so it was and, like, you got the highs and then, oops. There it was. Oh yeah, and 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 you know we and we'll mention it now too. The the worst thing that happened in this game as a fan was the one thing no one could control. Not yep. the guy it happened to. I'm uh, not the guy who set the ball in motion. But when that ball went off Luther's foot, like his ankle. Uh, oh my gosh! The freaking chances that it fell right there. By the way, heard this already calculated a couple times. Literally to hit a 49er player, the chances were like one in 60 something thousand for it to just hit a player in motion and for it to specifically <laughs> go off of his foot in the manner of which it did was something to the tune of one in 400,000. Yep. And it happened. I mean, that's sports. I mean, yeah, like, that's, that's all of sports. I mean, I will <sighs> say, obviously, we've talked about, you know, the missed PAT, some of those things. Um, but to me, I mean, and most people will agree, this is this was the game, because up until the point the Niners had yeah. shut down Mahomes, did a great job. They three and outs, you know, you know, easy, you know, quick defense off the field, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yep. The offense sustaining drives, but then you give Patrick Mahomes like a forty yards to score a touchdown as opposed to 70, 60. <laughs> Bro, I think um, it was less than thirty. I think, I yeah, it probably was. I don't remember. <laughs> but also, I will say, no, it, it was red zone. He was in. He was in the red zone. One um, play. 
But also, like, I just when I watched it, I'm like, I don't know who who was, who was the punt returner who tried to grab it. Uh, McLeod Ray Ray. Um, she just fallen on it. He was trying to pick it up to run. I know yeah. that's like instinctual. Like, sure, but I'm like, dude, just fall on it. Like you yep. don't like because if he fell on it, I yeah, I think he would have got it. I mean, he was very close. He was right next to it. If yep. he didn't try to pick it up to like. You know, get two yards. Like, like, yeah, you obviously well, two don't yards blame aren't worth him it, for it, but that's like yeah, in no, the it's perfect not world, fault. he would have just fell on it, and he probably would have got it. To to process what's happening and make the right decision in that moment. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's fifty yeah. fifty shot, man. Like, yeah. and both of those things did not go the 49ers way. The Niners gave up one touchdown drive in this entire game, and it's the one that ended the game. That is what happened in this now, entire game. To change it a little bit, Steve Wilkes is fired, and. Now we'll talk about all the other stuff that's not as a fan. As as somebody who analyzed this game uh, endlessly, uh, Steve Wilkes is getting fired for a couple of reasons. One, uh, the 49ers slipped massively uh, in yards per game this year. Uh, They were middle of the pack in terms of yards game surrendered. Also, the 49ers gave up over 1,200 yards in the playoffs. In three playoff games, they gave up over 1,200 yards. They surrendered an average, and I mean average, of over 30 points a game. In the, play- in the playoffs? In the yep. playoffs. No, defense. Like, it, I mean, I you think cannot Bowl, do that and keep su- your the, job. The Super Bowl was, I think, the defense's best performance in the playoffs. Yes. Overall, in its totality, obviously, that you give up the whatever. Um, Sorry, 27 and a half points. Um, but, game. yeah, I, I do think probably even if the Niners win the Super Bowl, he probably was getting fired. Uh, uh, I think I, that makes up for a host of things because it would have been his defense that got it done. If they got well, a turnover on that the, last drive, whole, but there's the, he keeps but there's, his job. But there's the whole report about it wasn't he was trying he was like you know trying to do the Niners offense and he was trying to implement his stuff and all the, the Niners all, defense, yeah, yes, and implementing yeah. his stuff and the uh, blitzing more, yes, and that whole thing. And they've been promoting within with Sala nice and of him Ryan's. to freaking wait until the last drive of the game, by the way, to send six guys. Um. Just throwing that out there. No, I was disappointed multiple times this year as a 49er fan with the defensive effort. Uh, this is a 49er team that ended up uh, giving up, what was it? I think it was 300-some-odd yards to the Vikings without Jefferson in the air. They gave up over 300 yards. And people want to blame the offense. The lack of sustained drive, or uh, lack of stopping drives um, in those in that game in particular. Also, the Niners turned the ball over a whole bunch. Um, which you kind of can't control as a play caller. But I I would say that them them giving up over 300 yards to the Vikings without Jefferson and uh, surrendering over Cleveland 20 Browns. backup quarterback. Cleveland, it was well, that didn't go. matter. They just beat up everybody. Um, but uh, and, and honestly, that one was on Jake Moody. Uh, that game flat out is because Brock yeah, took him down the it. field and he missed a, a less than 30, 40. It was like, like less than 40 yards. Yeah. Um, but. It, it has more to do with just him surrendering points and yards, yards in particular, in key situations where he does not need to. Um, you know, and he just got picked apart at certain points. They could not make stops. Uh, if you watched third down this year, Mike and I were so frustrated watching the 49ers on third down all season long just give up third and massive chunks. And so I, I think Wilkes deserved to get canned. He did not. I mean, you, you look at, also, too, like Bosa didn't have an amazing year. They did not well, do a good job scheme wise I mean, of helping but, out. But he also said that beginning of the year that the holdout was an is an issue for him. Sure, 
Sure, but I mean, I don't know if that's all on Wilkes. No, I, I, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that he just ran four guys all the time, north south, and asked them to do outside contain and did not give blitz help uh, a whole lot, especially on Bosa's side. They usually blitzed weak side, not strong. So, like, yeah. I, I struggle with that. I did not enjoy him as the defensive coordinator. He was clearly a step back, but we also had two studs in a row. So, I, I mean, we, we had Demeco Ryans, we, we had Robert Sala, and both those guys did an electric job. Um, Wilkes just inherited a really, really good defense and did okay with it. Like, if, from my perspective, he was the weak link on the coaching staff. So, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens. And maybe, you know, um, I mean, we might as well just say it now. Looks like this guy that I really hate, like really, really hate as a head coach, could end up being our defensive coordinator. Brandon Staley appears to be at the top of the list. Uh, Go. A lot of people said Vrabel. Vrabel's probably going to take a year off. I mean, but the 3-4 defense, the yeah. godfather of that 3-4 defense the last 15 years. Yeah, no. You don't want Pete Carroll? No. You know what I heard? <laughs> and this one would actually piss me off as a Rams fan. Um, I don't think it's very likely, but somebody said Bill Belichick. The GOAT? Mm-hmm. Imagine him as a defensive coordinator, because I, mean, I know him and Shanahan have some sort of off-the-field relationship. take over defense and special teams? Honestly, yeah. The, yes. I mean, the he's, the, he's the head guy. coach, dude. I mean, he was a head yeah. coach for Bro, I would long. love him to take over special teams in particular, but... I mean, okay, if you're Shannon, you have to make the call, right? Oh, you ask. I mean, you have to, like, to do yeah, your due diligence. The, I don't know yeah, if you the thing, take you it. Ask. The thing with like, Shanahan in this situation is, like, at some point, you have to acknowledge your shortcomings if you really yeah, want to win. And mm-hmm. I just don't know if Shanahan has that, like head coach dog in him as much as he has the offensive genius in him. And so having mm. a guy like Bill Belichick, who's established in there, the, great, the greatest coach of win, all time. Yeah. Knows I don't how to hate win. It. it would obviously feel a little bit more collaborative. I'm sure just because it's sure. Bill Belichick, you know, who's not a collaborator. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. That's, that's true. That's true. And I think, I, I mean, think that's why like, Shanahan is, I think, I but, think Belichick probably says no. Yeah. Like, like probably. But yeah, you got to make that it, call. It really like, just depends on ask. if Belichick wants to take a year off and try to get a coaching job or if he wants to flex his muscles for a year because he's going to have just like an insanely talented defensive roster that he could just mm-hmm. bully people with who will also still for the next year probably have one of the best offenses in the league. I like I think they would win the game if Bill Belichick was the defensive coordinator, not because the defense failed necessarily as much even though they didn't perform to their level. But just his presence in that game would have not allowed them to lose. I mean, how many Super Bowls been to? Like 10? 11? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You so it's like me? even you just have that having him there. on your sideline. Yeah. Like, I think the, the Niners definitely win that game. Like, like and even with the, the, the Patriots having a terrible year, won four games or three or whatever they end up winning, the defense was still pretty good. It was, it was, a, it was a top yeah. half defense in most statistical categories. I couldn't so, tell you a lot of players that play on that defense. Matthew Judon and that's yeah. about it. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, no, I just, I, I think, yes, you make that call. I don't think he's coming. I think Vrabel's no, taking yeah. some time off. He's too young to run at a job. He doesn't need to run at a job. Um, and to just take a one-year coordinator position doesn't make a lot of sense. So with the openings, too, that will be there the next year. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you like were going to go that Saints. route where they were like, let's try to get Bill Belichick in there, you, you're you yeah. going in basically saying, we have to win this year. Yeah, and I think... 
Well, I mean, the, the, the Niners are the, the problem, Niners are still in that mode. Yeah, they, they're, they're they have still a rookie. There, they have a rookie QB contract. They are in that they mode. Can do. Yeah. There, there's nothing. Honestly, I don't think anything really changes for the 49ers. Um, like going into this year, I don't think much changes at all. Um, but uh, in terms of the approach, there's a couple of positions you need to solidify. But Niners got draft picks, so and so do the yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs got draft picks too. Those are two teams that are literally just going to reload. And well, we're going to make our Super Bowl picks at I the mean, end of this episode. But, like, genuinely. Well, we've always said that the thing that's been said is that the Chiefs more positioned next year to yeah. win with, like, getting some of these guys under their belt and their draft picks and some yeah. of those things that, like, this next year was supposed to be the year that they would, like, potentially go back. Yeah. Um, and they most, I mean, that's probably who I would take again. And first time in NFL history, I have three-peat. So, yeah. And that's what's crazy thing. We are 25 minutes and haven't even really talked about the winner. Of yeah. Super Bowl. So... I, I, Patrick Mahomes is the best player of his generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I don't think that that can be contested. Um, I don't think you can come at me with another argument. Uh, he is the most talented guy in the NFL. Um, also rocking a dad bod, hilarious. Uh, that was super funny going. That up to dad the super bod Bowl. hoisted a Lombardi trophy. That again. that dad bod got it done. Uh, when it matters most, he is he is smart. He makes stupidly accurate throws from weird arm angles, and he is absolutely aware of everything going on in front of him at all times. Well, he won it that. stupidly impressive. That, to me, this is the best win of his career. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And he's, I mean, yeah. all season. I mean, on Christmas Day when they lost to the Raiders by like 20 or whatever, like there's no shot. You know, we had a whole Dude. segment talking about what's wrong with the Chiefs. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. No, we had no faith. This is yeah. this. They looked mediocre at best sometimes. And let's the be real. to Denver. Like, come and on. Let's be real. Most season they were. Yep. And then this dude just gets into freaking playoff mode, says Doesn't hi, matter. January is like, I own this. Was the underdog in every single game. Yep. Going in Good point. Uh, against the Dolphins. Um, Which was stupid, by the way. Yeah. yeah. The Dolphins were so beat up. I oh, can't believe yeah. that. Well, happened. And what? Like negative. 30 degrees or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that beat. was so weak. But going into Buffalo, they were underdogs in Buffalo, underdogs in Baltimore, underdogs in the Super Bowl. Didn't matter. Patrick Mahomes got it done. Um, he has three Super Bowls in the last six years that he has played. Yep. No, I, I have, he is chasing the GOAT. I the have only problem, nothing but great things to say. The only problem, well, for one, for any of those guys are trying to say he's better than Brady, shut up. Shut up. Um, like I know the recency bias is real, but Tom Brady literally beat this dude, handed him his Super Bowl loss like three, four years ago. Yeah. I think so, he's more talented Mah- than Brady, but Brady's a better Oh yeah, winner. no, sure. I would totally say more talented. Bingo. Like if I was gonna Ooh. pick one right now, let's like I mean th- this is er- this is honestly, this is like this is earlier LeBron career stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's let the career play out and speak for itself. Yeah. Yeah. And like and genuinely, have, like, let's stop trying but, to do that right now. But what I will say right now, he's already to me, he cemented himself as a top four quarterback of all time. Yes, like already, I think he's probably the second three. best quarterback I've ever watched. Yes, well, yeah, he is for me too. Number one, I, number one, obviously. I, oh, it's so hard. I, I mean, I like I to watched, do Mount Rushmore's instead because to me that makes more sense in my brain. It's like, yeah, because it does. It's like, you know, different four, eras, four different like, abilities. He's, he's he's Mount Rushmore. I like, know. Yeah, he, like right now, I know who you two are, and then it's Rogers and Manning. No, I would say um, Brady, Mahomes, and then I would Nathan say Peyton. I'd say Peyton, and 
honestly, just for just being a dog Rogers instead of winning, I'm um, going to take Montana. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, as a Niner fan, I know I would get a lot of heat for, for putting Rogers in there over Montana. I mean, uh, Rogers I get is still it. one of the most talented quarterbacks I've seen as well. Uh, he's kind of yeah. in that, like Patrick Mahomes. I don't know, but I, don't I go really he's not Mount Rushmore. So I like fives. So no, I, I, like, I just go. I, I mean, Rogers would be my. There we go. Rogers would be my. I think we agree then. Rogers I think we agree. Fifth, but I just go for me. I really don't care that Rogers has won how many MVPs. Montana's won. Was undefeated in the Super Bowl and won four. The yeah. four that he won. Yep. To yeah. me, I, I I'm sorry, but that to me is way more valuable than four MVPs. Yeah. Dude, like, oh yes! Like, come on! All day! Yeah. Like, come on! I All mean, day! Aaron I mean, Rogers, Peyton, Peyton has a lot of MVPs. He's got what five MVPs? Two Super Bowls? Um, yeah, two, two different Super teams. Bowls. But still, it's it's different when you get a couple. I I will yeah. say so. One one funny thing this I saw somebody do already in this conversation was they put up top five statistical seasons for um, both Mahomes and Brady, and 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 guess who guess who still wins Brady. right now? Like right now, Brady. Because Mahomes you have to include, you have to include season? not, you know, Mahomes not having great regular seasons, like because he's yeah, had he had okay was, regular. This, this was his worst one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, and look, he was just okay. Like Brock Purdy had a much better year statistically. I mean, his his first MVP season for Mahomes is like peak Bitty. of I think most yeah. of those well, guys. And it, I, well, he's in he's nuts, in a dude, certain club. Well, what's nuts is like he's yeah. he's he you've seen him like he 100 percent in the Super Bowl totally game managed it. Like that was a hundred percent what it was. Made the big ran play, the ball, ran the ball, made the big play here yep. or there. Third big down, on, yeah, big on third down, all that stuff, and won it. He's won it, taking like putting the game on his back. He's won it, managing. He's won it like yeah. all these like. This is the most Tom Brady win yes. that he has on oh, his belt. Totally. That's for sure. Totally, because this is the way Tom won games. But like, I just defense, thought it was really funny yeah. that they put like their top five seasons and stacked them up to each other. And I'm like, Tom Brady still has more touchdowns than him. He yep. still has more yards than him. Mm-hmm. He still has less interceptions than him. Higher, like probably completion percentage. Yep. He, uh, it was actually pretty even. That, that okay. it, was, it was about even. And then it was uh, <laughs> the the only thing Mahomes had him on was rushing yards. Which, by the way, <laughs> that fourth and one rushing play, freaking great call. So good. Uh, I, that again, you want to talk about opportunities Niners had fourth and one. Also had him. You, freaking Andy Bosa ate that so bad. He jumped he, so hard. He just committed full on. That that designed run was, I think, the first and only design run they had called since Mahomes got injured, like injured his knee or whatever in like 20. Shut what up. Was that? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, they never, ever since then, they never oh, ran a designed, designed quarterback run until oh, that conversion. Andy Reid, Andy Reid outside of Bill Belichick. He's the best. Oh, my God. He's the best. Man. Like what he's a done gutsy it. freaking I mean, dude, call! I mean, and a lot of the same. I said it in the moment too. And a lot of well, mm-hmm. like he's he's done it, and a lot of the same ways, like through multiple eras. And I think what's more impressive than you read is like he's at least gotten to NFC championships, gone to Super Bowls with different quarterbacks. Like Belichick is completely tied to one guy. Like that 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 is that is that is a true thing. Andy Reid obviously hasn't won until he got his guy, but he has also taken teams like I mean, I mean McNabb was a well, like a B B quarterback, like he was good. He was a Pro um, Bowl got, quarterback. Yeah, like he was good. Um, but like he's 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 taken teams to NFC championships. He's gone to AFC championships with Alex Smith, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like he is like he's so yeah. It's Belichick, and then it's him for me in terms of coaches. Um, yeah, and to be fair, I think a lot of coaches and sometimes quarterbacks 
have to have one to pair with. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. You know, like honestly, like if it's if, so hard to win consistently. Yeah. If, if Patrick Mahomes was drafted by the bears, like when he was dra- <laughs> like, like Matt Nagy was a quarterback, would be his head coach? Yeah. Or, like Mahomes' talent would have gotten them places, but it, there would have been not a clear Bowl. flaws in the coaching with that team. Yeah. Whereas not, not. you have one of the greatest coaches ever. And then this quarterback who is in the conversation for one of the greatest already. And what do you know? They always win. Um, so yeah. you kind of have to have one with the other, but man, it's, it's good stuff. I, yep. I obviously I don't like the Niners. So there's a re- reason I would root for any other team that was going against them. But I've talked about it before. I think even last time we did the show where I got to a point with Brady where I was like, I just have to stop hating at some point and like appreciate greatness. Yeah. And that's when he, you know, um, beat the Rams. I was like, Oh, he's still winning Super Bowls. Here we go. Then he has 28, three, uh, well, I guess 28-3 was before that. Um, but you have those kinds of wins. I'm like, okay, I can't deny it anymore. And then same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Like, ultimately, when it was the Goff Rams, when they were, you know, flying high with Todd Gurley, then there was the Chiefs kind of doing the same thing. They had that epic um, primetime game uh, where it was like 50 points scored on each side. And then I was like, I kind of hate Mahomes now because everybody's talking about Mahomes all the time. It's all Mahomes. He keeps winning, doing all this stuff. And then he just kept doing it. And then I'm full circle again. Where I'm like, I just got to root for greatness. And so it was like a yeah. double whammy of I get to see continued greatness, and he has this pace now to actually match with Brady. And then I also got to watch the 49ers lose, which obviously makes me happy. I'm sorry, Matt. Are you sorry, though? Not really. I'm I not mean, either. I feel bad because I remember recently losing a Super Bowl as well. Um, and yeah, I remember losing to Super another Bowl good quarterback. Play. It's uh, not yeah. fun. It sucks. Yep. It, I, I mean... One more time back, and then and then we'll uh, we'll move into some fun things tonight. Uh, You're not having fun, but I will. <laughs> I mean, I don't, talking about this game is not fun. Um, no. But I will say, uh, you know, I have been. The, I will now have waited for a thirtieth year to possibly win a Super Bowl, and this one, I this is the third Super Bowl I've watched my team lose since I was ten years old. Um, as a sports fan, just to put it all in perspective, worst loss of my life. Like, yeah, by far. Mm-hmm. And it was soul crushingly bad. Like, I didn't really, Mike and Tasha had like driven, you know, two plus hours to come see us. I was full of anxiety the entire time. I was not fun to watch the game with, I'm sure. I will never um, go to a Super Bowl party if my team is playing. That's I will never, ever oh, have anyone over for a Super Bowl ever again. I won't be fun to be around until, Just, like, I watch the ever the game again? if we win. Like, like wait, you know, no, it's no, like for, other teams. No, no, if other teams, for a team that, for okay. game my team is in. Gotcha. I have watched two like, Super nuts. Bowls, two Super Bowls at churches that my team has lost. Mm. And let me tell you how many people total were rooting for my team in those, in like those churches. Three? I mean, last time it was my former boss and his very good friends, and yeah. that was about it in the room. The time before, um, I was a 49er fan living in Kansas City uh, before the Chiefs were any good. Uh, I think Andy Reid had become their coach that year, to be honest. Um, and uh, uh, they were playing the Ravens, and honestly, everybody was rooting as 49ers because in the Midwest, they hate the West Coast. Like, that's a thing. They just don't like us. Um, I don't like them either. That's, yep. Hey, flyover states, how you doing? 
Um, <laughs> but like, and for the couple of my friends that are Chiefs fans that do listen to this, that are from the Midwest and were there that night watching my team lose against the Ravens, uh, I don't like you right now, and you guys are really obnoxious. Um, I don't hate Chiefs fans in general, but I hate some of them. <laughs> so, uh, at least their fandom. But it was, like, devastatingly brutal. Like, I would have rather been in a setting like that where I had something to go do right afterwards. To just sit at home and, like, you know, Mike leaves. They take off. I feel like a butt for, you know, not really being, like, a good friend while they're there. And I don't get to see them that often, so that kind of sucked. And then I'm just like sitting in my house like I don't want to talk to anybody. I am angry. I had to turn off my phone because I was up to over 30 text messages. Um, and I'm guessing none of them were like nice. It was all. No, uh-huh. I had some pretty. Honestly, like, I had a like, lot of good friends, like, like friends that are not 49er dang, fans. Dang, bro. Were like, sorry. Hey, good game. Wow. Something ouch. Like I'm really sorry. You know, like Levi was one of them. He was, he was very nice about it. Um, there was plenty of people that were like that. But I had to turn off my phone because I didn't want to talk. I just literally, that was why. I was like, hey, I can handle it. But like, I did not want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't turn my phone on until uh, that night right before I had to go to bed. And uh, did not look at anybody's text messages at all. I just turned it on knowing my alarm was on and, and turned the phone upside down. Um, so I, I told Mike, I said, this one, I just don't know how to take. And honestly, uh, I was like, I... I really, in that moment, I was like, man, I just, I give up. I'm just a fan of the NFL right now. I, I love the NFL, but it, when you've seen your team just continually get there and not get it done, it's awful. It is so hard. The 49ers have the second most wins in the playoffs since 2017. Um, and in the top five teams that, you know, have the most wins in that span, they're the only one to not win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs obviously having the most, but mm-hmm. um, it's just, it sucks to have a sports. team that's really, really good, but can't get it done. So Sports I, are the highest highs and the lowest lows. I have not experienced a high high since the Red Sox won their last World Series in 2018. That's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> that is not happening anytime soon. Raphael Devers got on ESPN today and said, where the heck is our help, essentially? Literally, and everyone like, knows what our problem is. Yeah, we can't pitch. <laughs> Uh, at all, uh, we we were like fifth highest uh, batting average in the league last year, and we cannot throw a pitch down the middle. So, uh, and you traded away two of our starters this year. So, good job. Um, no, I want to get some fun crud though. I don't want to be all depressing and crap, and I know I am. So let's just move on. Um, <laughs> the uh, if Grant celebrates too much tonight, by the way, there's a window that single glass pane that I can throw him out of. Um, and I will. You know, the um, thing is, I actually need new windows, so go for it. <laughs> Did you imagine the sound, though? <laughs> there, is, there is actually one thing I want to ask you real quick, because okay. I, it's something that I went through as well. Um, I, I know that you are one to frequent your favorite sports shows. Did you do the same thing that I would do when the Rams would have, like, a really bad loss, where you just kind of avoided all of your favorite shows because you knew they were going to talk about it? Yeah, so I have not watched anything. Since the Super Bowl loss, we are wow. nine days. I haven't. A, I haven't listened to the radio. Not I, ESPN. Not I don't. Mac well, I don't have cable at home. I watch. I watch everything through the Sportive app. Um, I have not turned on Pat McAfee. Um, because I know it's kind of waning. Like, yeah, they're not. It's not really. Well, yeah, they don't. They're news cycle heavy. So, like, yeah. they're the cycle's kind of. They over. can do it for a week, and then it'll just be when they have a player on from that team or a reporter. Right. Or they're talking about the draft, and it'll just come up now in or conversation. Or there's drama. 
Yeah, sure, if there's some drama. But, I mean, I've looked at ESPN, uh, Jameson, but I have not listened to anyone analyze or discuss the Super Bowl. The only things that I have done were just to read. Um, I wanted to understand the overtime rules. That really got me. Because I really did believe for a solid, like, two days. I'm not kidding. After the Super Bowl, that the 49ers should have won. Because I did not understand that if they made that stop, that it was going to continue. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I really believe that for like two days. I only conversed with Mike about it. You didn't um, want to talk to anybody else. It. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I, my, I knew Mike was in the same spot I was in. But um, yeah, I didn't talk to anybody. Uh, and, and, and then there was like, uh, I just looked at the box score a little bit. I let myself do that and kind of check a couple things out. But no, I knew I needed a break. And this is good. Like I'm, I'm good now and I moved on. Um, it also saw helped that I saw a lot of people and for the most part, everybody was very nice about it. You know, a lot of my good friends. Um, and, uh, I'm yeah, like, hey, not rubbed it into you like at all. Yeah. Like at all. And I think you would do this. You would not do the same to me. Just oh, if you lost. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. You need to understand. I bring up things like, Hey, you remember that one time, uh, when Russell Wilson threw that interception? Yeah. Uh, I do that now. Bro, it's been, you were a teenager when that happened. I don't think you understand. <laughs> like, if you want to talk about heartbreak Super Bowl loss, yeah. that might be, I mean, that's probably a bit, uh, more of a heartbreak. Yeah, your team hadn't lost two in recent years. Just saying. That's true. And we had one the year before. That, that make, does make it a little it easier. It does take the sting out. There's if, a little if bit we of had a, If we had the 2019 dub right now, or 2020 dub, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not feel as down as bad. Yeah, yeah. that's I, fair. I'd be okay. That's fair. Um, but no, I, I, I don't. I don't like to be that guy. Like right after, like I get it, dude. It's it's hard, and I I've watched lots of teams, um, and have been friends with plenty. Only of people. a winner. There's only one yeah. winner. I got friends that are Eagles fans. Like that sucks. I didn't rub it in their face. You know. Yeah. Um, dude, let me just say it though. So like, just real quick on Twitter, I was feasting on just the the Fortnite hate. Or like the 49er pain. Like I was mm-hmm. listening to some of their podcasts and like it was great. There is a real Eagles 49ers beef. Oh, those guys are jerks. Like there's just a real beef. And a lot of it is they hate Debo, which also Debo talks a lot. So. Hey, well, Debo, Debo did what Debo does. And- uh, Debo's a terrible route runner and didn't show up in the playoffs. Or in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> anyway, but did, did, there is there a real a Chiefs wide receiver that's made it to 40 yards in the Super Bowl. There is a real hate between both of both of these teams. That's crazy. Uh, I, I have know. so much to say there. You, you don't go. Go ahead and say it, dude. That's I mean, okay. we're only at 43 minutes. Go for it. No, I'm good. I don't <laughs> care. I really don't care. Like the Debo Debo did Debo things when Debo needed to do them. Debo also got hurt in this game. Um and I uh, was only able to play two and a half quarters, so you know there's a that. lot of trash. Just he saying. also backed it up. Like, are you talking like Eagles? Like he murdered? Oh the no, Eagles. no, not the Eagles. I'm, there, ta- I'm talking. Uh, there, no, I'm there was ta- this guy that talked a whole bunch of game trash Listen. before that Detroit game and got Lit- smoked. Oh, the Garner Johnson. I'm or just whatever? saying. Oh, yeah. Anybody who talks trash to Debo gets it back. Like. That guy backs himself But up. I will say, really dumb comment he made was the whole, like, it's not a rivalry when the score's, like, so blown up or whatever. He was even talking about, like, the, the beef between the two teams. And he was like, it's not a rivalry when the games aren't close or whatever. When literally the Eagles smoked them I, I will a year say ago. That he, okay, that's fine. Um, I, but, like, 
he did get. You just said he didn't show up in the playoffs. Dude had no. The, I, the the, game I meant to say had, Super Bowl. I meant to say Super Bowl. Okay, all right. I was gonna say the game before he had eight catches for eighty nine yards. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't. I mean, he had a hundred total yards in that game. Uh oh. But no, I I think that was just a defensive matchup. That's what the Super Bowl was. And for the 49ers, everything goes through one guy, and they did stick to that plan most of the game. I mean, it was one hundred and sixty yards sure. uh, for CMC. Yeah, eight, dude, put it, on a freaking eighty on clinic. the ground, eighty in the. The air? Yeah, and you know he he caught a touchdown pass. Like, dude, when he caught that, by the way, bye bye. <laughs> I don't know. They should have taken uh, his his speed there or said what it was, but there was no way he was under twenty miles an hour. Like, also, if the Niners won no Super way. Bowl MVP, is definitely going to Greg Gen- or Jawan Jennings. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Catch one, throw one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that would have been that would have been stupid cool to see him get that. Uh, he's a third down warrior for the 49ers. Love him. Um, all right. We're going to play a game, speaking of stats in the Super Bowl, um, where I've got the box score in front of me. I've got team stats from this game, and I am going to ask you guys some questions. Uh, I don't know who's calling me right now. That's a really bad time to do that. I'll turn my ringer off. Sorry. Um, I'm going to ask you guys some questions in regards to different people or and uh, situations. In so this, this, is, this is a game of more or less? Yes. Right. And Some of this I'm aware of, so more or less what? More or less on these stats. Okay. In total, like for instance, we'll use do an easyish one. Uh the total passing yards for this game. Over or under five ninety. Oh. Okay. How do you know how much Brock had? He had like 255, I think, is what he had. Pat I had I like saw... just over 300, I think. He had 330, I believe. Oh. And you said over or under 280? 290. No, no, 590. Five, oh, yeah. That's total between the two. 590. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go under. I think he's like five years. Because I think Brock was at 255. Pat was at 330. Okay, yeah, we'll say under. Under. Slightly over. Oh, You what? do have to take into account the Juwan Jennings pass. Shoot. Uh, no, twenty-one yards. But was was I right on those stats about Mahomes? Uh, you were pretty close. Uh, Mahomes was three thirty-three. Oh, okay. Uh, netted three twenty-five with the sack, and then forty-niners uh, total between Jennings and Purdy were two seventy-two. Uh, so we probably would have had it without the. Uh, I just wasn't even thinking about the Jennings yards. I didn't either. Dang it! Yes, you guys would have had it by one yard. <laughs> It, would have been, it. it was 289 between Brock and Mahomes. Oh, uh, that sucks. That In fairness, close. that's what we were thinking, so we'll take a half-point credit. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take, yeah, I'll take that. All right. Um, in this game, uh, in this game, my bad, where is it? Who had, trying to find the stupid stat that I was just looking at. He didn't want to do that. Dead air. I'm sorry, man. Who had more catches? Like who had? Hold on. Who had more catches? Kelsey or McCaffrey? Who? Because Kelsey only had like one catch in like the first half. Yeah. But I think he ended with like 80 or 90 yards because he had a couple yeah, big drives. But he drives. had a big one. Yeah. Who had more catches? I'm Good gonna go McCaffrey. Catch. Uh yeah, I'm gonna see McCaffrey as well. Also wrong on this one. Come on. Nine to eight. 
Ugh. Kelsey had nine. I, I believe he had six in the second half, and then he had uh, two big ones there in overtime. overtime. How could we yep. forget? We were so far off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was solid. It was solid. Um, we're essentially losing a coin flip here. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially yeah. It's what's like, uh, it's a 50 50 chance. Um, actually, no, it's 51 49. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make it a little bit tough. You know, um, who I, there we go. Found that one. Who led, uh, this is just a player name. Who led this game in tackles? I mean, my instant thought would say the Chiefs because I think their defense was on the field. My more. apologies, player. What no, no, player? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, well, I'm going through my process. Oh, of like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So who on the like that'd be my thought process. What we should probably do is figure out two and then pick the one we don't think. That should probably be what we do. Uh, I mean, Karloftis is one that comes to mind. Uh, or it could be. Oh, wait. I think it's Bolton with like 13. I think it's Bolton? Yeah, whatever their linebacker is. Yeah, isn't it? Is that his name? That is his name. Yeah. That, that's my guess. That's not Jameson's. Okay. Jameson, do you want to pick somebody else? Most tackles. Um, I mean, maybe, should I just say like Fred Warner on the other side? Sure. Let's say. But I feel like that's too obvious. Um, I'm going to, I'll just say Fred Warner. Let's go with that. Okay. I'm not going to lie. This is exactly what I was hoping would happen because they both had 13. <laughs> oh, let's okay, go. I, <laughs> I got the number down, you dude. You did. You did. Uh, originally, my, my question was going to be who had the second most tackles. I either wanted to like, because I thought it was obvious, but I didn't realize Bolton had gotten to 13. I didn't realize that he had gotten uh, one I, I last remember, one there. I remember he ended up like being on the booth, like on the like the on the field. Yeah, chatting with him. I remember them saying that he let he he led. Yeah, because the 49ers uh, had their uh, their safety, their rookie safety, uh, Jameer Brown, that's replaced Hufanga. Uh, he had 11, and so okay. that I was trying to bring that up as like a a nice little positive for the 49ers, uh, the rookie guy getting in there and doing it. Um. Okay. Uh, just yes or no. Did Mitch Wishnowski have the, the, the punter for the 49ers? Did he have a touchback in this game? No. You don't think so? Okay. Jameson? Um, I don't think so either. Probably did, didn't he? He did not. Let's go. And he only had one all yeah. year. Oh, all year. Oh, without this all year. Yep. The forty. That is the one thing. This forty ers punt coverage unit was ridiculous because of Wisniewski uh, throughout the year. I remember when the Seahawks played him. Like so many drives started at like in the five yard line. Yep. Like so many times. He, I, he had the most drives uh, begun inside the ten yard line of any punter on on the season. I uh, will go. That is what you call elite. Yeah, dude. He he did he did a heck of a job. He doesn't have as big a leg as some guys. Did have a fifty five yarder in this game. Placement's more important. Placement's more important, absolutely. Townsend did a heck of a job too in this game. Um Okay. So this was my other one. Uh from the Chiefs. From the Chiefs. Who had more receiving yards? Watson or Hardman? Well, McCall Hardman caught the 
game-winning drive, like the the walk-off touchdown. They both. I will say to you, they both had three catches. Uh, I'm gonna say Watson had more yards. Yeah, it's actually Hardman, and Come it was on. that catch. They were tied until, until he caught that, that ball. Like the one-yard catch, yeah. two-yard catch. That's what makes that a fun Come question. On. Uh, did you guys note in the box? I'm not going to make this a question, but did you see that Mahomes was the leading rusher by seven yards in this game? Yeah, and I almost guess, all yeah. of it he got in the like the fourth quarter on. Yep, uh, Pacheco uh, had 18 rushes for 59 total yards, uh, which is literally what Mike and I said they had to do was keep him under 60. Did, uh, but they didn't get the other guy. They didn't get the other guy. All right. Uh, for some reason the uh, stats. Are not showing what I was hoping. Okay. But real quick on this last one. All right. Uh, what team of these two, what team only, uh, I'm saying it wrong. What team only had uh, one quarter, including overtime, uh, where they did not score points? What? What? Say what team only had one quarter in which they did not score points? The Niners or the Chiefs? And I'm including overtime. I want to say it was the, the Niners. They scored in this. I don't think anybody scored in the first half or the first quarter. I'm pretty sure it was 0 0 in the first quarter. That's what I'm going to say. Both. No, actually, the 49ers did not score in the third quarter. Oh. Yeah. So th- yep. That would have been my, my other guess. Okay, here we go. I found the last couple things I wonder. We'll, we'll run through these. Um, over or under, uh, for both teams combined, 48 first downs. Over or under. It is either higher or lower than that. 48 first downs. There weren't necessarily a lot of big boom plays. Mm. Um, that feels like a pretty high number, but I'm going to take the over, considering that we also had overtime. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go under. It is under. Teams combined for 47. <laughs> uh, okay. Kansas City had 24, uh, and San Francisco had 23. That was one I was trying to find. Um, and then the other, I know you guys know uh, the penalties numbers and turnover numbers. I just know how many. I don't know the yards. I know it's close. How many, uh, how many combined punts were in this game? Oh, gosh. Do you have like a number for an over or a less or more? That's I'm just going to take a number. Oh God! It wasn't God. that many, dear Lord. Not like we're talking, uh, in, you know, in the six. fifteen range. I'm gonna say four. Com- uh, it was actually ten. There were ten. Yeah, this yeah I know. That's what the number meant. was low. That, I had no context. That is, is this what, that's what I meant. I meant that I, I said six. Jameson said four. It's a combined of ten. That's what we were. That's what we meant. That's a, right. Yeah, Jameson and I were talking about this one earlier. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. we nailed it. Uh, yeah, so we got great it. job. Great job. Freaking phenomenal. Okay. And then, uh, oh, here, here we go. Here, the, what I said last one. I anyway, that was dumb. Um, was there 
uh, between the two teams, was there more or less than 16 rushing uh, first downs? Was there more or less? Considering 27 or, or 47 total. 47 first downs over under. What was the number again? 16. I feel like I mean, there was for, a lot in the first half. Like, yeah, those those first few drives, they were running pretty well, especially the Niners. Um, and Holmes got like two. I'm going to take the, the over. I'm going to go. Over. It's probably 15. <laughs> it's under and it's not 15, Jameson. It is 14. Oh, the 49ers, believe it or not, this surprised me, only had five rushing first downs. Really? Yes. Uh, and then I'll just give it, since we already kind of gave away the lead here, uh, 15 passing first downs for both teams. And the others came from penalty for both teams. But, uh, yeah, I when you look at this box score, it's just amazing how even everything was. Niners win time of possession. Um, I mean, key stats went to both teams. You know, same amount of punts, same amount of possessions. Um, it was just, it was amazing to like look through yeah. and see how uh, honestly even everything was. Um, you know, just uh, the the division was literally rushing yards from the quarterback. That was the game changer statistically in the whole uh, in the whole array of the box score here. So, I, I mean, you get it, it just was so funny. Like Jake Moody kicks that field goal. And then minutes later, you know, Butker History kicks it. History written again. By the way, Jake Moody also made a 53-yarder. Yeah, that, that, one, I mean, that one to put the Niners ahead with a minute 53 left in regulation. It's a bummer that he's only going to be remembered for missing the, the PAT when he had a, like, overall, great, great game. game. Like, yeah. overall. Had a great Which, game. by the way, on that drive, three field goals. I, until they got held to the field goal, I was convinced that the Niners were just going to run the clock down all the way. And, and then, win when it hit zero, right? And then kick just and then and this was in like in the fourth quarter before Mahomes had a chance to go down and get it tied. I was like, oh, oh great. Gotcha, yeah. It's under two minutes. The Niners have the ball. They're just running. They're gonna get a first down and they're just gonna bleed the clock out. They're gonna kick an extra point sized field goal to win the game with zero seconds left. Ah, I hate this. And then they get that stop. And then yep. we get that. So that's where I was probably most nervous in the game. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Yeah, it was it, it was just funny. Like I said, looking through all those stats, I'm like, man, somebody had to have like really stood out here. They really didn't. But well, it was just Mahomes with yards. And well, I think it. I think too, like for me, there was a point in this game. It was probably like the fourth quarter towards the end. My last five minutes of the fourth quarter, I was like, whatever team wins at this point, like I I was good with the Niners winning. Like this might happen. They might win. I'm like, this is just an awesome game, and I'm glad that we had a really awesome game. Um, but yeah. Came down to it, and Mahomes prevailed, like James and I have been saying. We never bet against Mahomes at never all. Never bet against Mahomes, not even in the once. playoffs. We never did it at all. Nope. We definitely I didn't mean, pick the Ravens. You didn't. You didn't pick it in the one that mattered. So it's fine. This is the one that mattered. And we did pick That's it. What I'm saying. You, oh, I, oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah, you didn't pick against. Correct, I'm correct. not feeding into your sarcasm here. Yeah. Uh, I was being literal. I. Which is weird. Yeah, I know. Grant. Walk us through yeah. prop bets. Let me just say, guys, I can quit my job because I should do this more often. Um, let me just say, first up, big one. Was this one actually a prop bet, Taylor Swift? Like, like, like yeah. time? That actually was one? Oh, yeah. That was the one that we just made up? Okay. So, for the first prop bet, it was Taylor Swift at 25 seconds, the over and the under. Um, Matt, myself, and Mike all took the over. 
I saw the numbers. She ended up being featured for like 55 seconds or 54 seconds yeah. of the game. And one of my youth students was like calculating. I think it was like 11 times. Oh, dude, it was so annoying. Okay, but wait. It accounted for less than 1% of the entire game. I know. But we were all waiting for it. So it was like, ah, when it it, it happened. Again. So obviously very inconsequential. Showed her 11 times. Kelsey hot nine catches. Ended up, ended up, ended up, yeah, showing up there. Um, So that was the first one. So Matt, myself, and Mike take at least that that point there. And then uh, this one was which half scored the most. Um, Everybody but me took the second half. Obviously, that equates also into overtime where there was 10 points right. scored there. Um, that essentially, essentially gave gave that like a free point for you guys. It was, um, it was like 34 to 13 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So big margin. Uh, next one, the first score for the 49ers. So myself, Mike, and Jamison all said field goal. Matt said touchdown. Uh, Would have been touchdown if that idiot didn't drop the ball. That's fair. Anyway, um, sorry. Yeah. But that ended up being the case for myself, Mike and Jameson. It was a field goal uh, that they ended up kicking uh, at like the end of the first quarter. I don't remember. No, it was second quarter. Second quarter, yeah. So that happened. Take take the take the dub there. Total penalties accepted. This one was this one was in, was in, interesting one. The line was ten and a half over under ten and a half. Um Jameson, Mike and Matt all took the under. We had talked about it being kind of like the NFL trying to like. This is this is garbage though because in regulation we had this. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but so it ended up being over. Both teams accepted six penalties. Uh, one team accepted it for like forty-five yards. The other team for like fifty-five yards. Yeah. So overall, pretty even there. Um, there were some obviously. You know, Matt mentioned some calls. I did like some of the no calls. Some on some of those passes. Um, I think it was like in the second half. Um, I like just I like again I like them playing more, um, but ten and a half hit the over there. So I was the only one that took away a point there. And then who is going to score the first touchdown? I said George Kittle. Jamison said Pacheco. Matt said Christian McCaffrey. Mike said Rasheed Rice. And Matt is the only one that got that one. Which in all honesty, Bingo! which in all honesty, we all should have just done. But, yeah, you all wanted to. But I, I just we did the right all, thing. We were all just trying to, you know, you know do a spiritual zag as jameson would say um so yeah matt when that also i would say if you got joan jennings and that then that also would have you would have hit there yeah because we talked oh, about yeah, like it was skill a pass yeah it was a pass that's right so those are my three so those yeah so then first sack of the game oh yeah okay no one got this one um i said chris jones jameson said nick bosa uh matt said javon hargrave and mike said george Karloftis, which is his guy it ended up being Chase Young who got credit for the sack on that first sack of the game. Um, I believe it was actually half a sack, Bosa and I don't know. No, Matt, it ended up going to him. It ended up Young going got him. it. Okay. Yeah, Young got it. Bosa Bosa hit. Uh, it was secondary contract uh, contact, and so they did not give it gotcha. to him because Young technically dragged him to the ground. Let's just say it was a party in the backfield. There's a lot of it was guys. A party in the backfield. Yeah, for sure. And then our last one that we said was the national anthem over under. 84 and a half seconds. So Matt and Mike took the under. It ended up being 95 seconds. Oh, dang. Like I didn't nine, realize nine, it was nine, that 95 close. and a half, 94 and a half, it something along those lines. It felt a little long. Like, I was like, oh, that feels like 100 seconds. I remember us. Yeah. I remember I took the under, and I was like, oh, man. I'm not that surprised. So overall, eight prop bets that we, that we I'm doing finger, finger quotations, bet on. 
or picked. Um, I went five and three, hence why I should quit my job and do this, do this for a living, make my money. Um, five and three, Matt and Mike both, both went three and five and Jameson went two and six. So. Amen. Me swinging on those two. Only the reason they call ones. it gambling people. Hey, you, yeah, that's right. So, Hey, maybe you did good. Um, do we want to talk about the, how much money that was made on, on betting in Jameson? Okay. So. Uh, this is a number that I saw. Yes. There, there, there was a number you saw. Yes, I do want to. I do want to go over it. Let me pull it up real quick. Because, <laughs> dude, this is ridiculous. So I'll, t- I'll, 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 t- okay. I'll tell go the ahead. number I saw. So I either could be January or it, may, it might have been all of 2023. I, I could be wrong here, but it was like 11 billion dollars. Were bet at at a certain point, and I think it was maybe all of last year. So what is it? What is the number that you saw? Okay, I'm looking at which 11 billion dollars is insane. Uh, shoot. Of course. What? No. Of course you can't find it. So was this for the month of right January? Now. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can find it here too. Do, do the search up. I had it on my phone and I just... Uh, yeah, 11 billion is crazy. Yeah, I believe that was for all of last year in terms of like that's how much money that... So was was bet on. Oh yeah. So or whatever. Or, so or just earned. in January, I can tell you that I, I can't find it. I I feel bad. We we've like made this little. Oh, we're gonna mention this, and now it's gone off my phone. Um, but it legitimately New York and New Jersey by themselves three point seven billion. Jeez. Billion with a buh. I have something about New Jersey gambling. Yeah. It was insane. Uh, oh, because of Atlantic City. That's right, why. Right. It's the casino. And then New York has sports gambling all over the place. Obviously Vegas. Uh, available. But uh, it was 3.7. And then across the U.S., it was another, uh, which, you know, the other states aren't near as big. Like Indiana was uh, half a bill. Uh, in January, and there are like six. So I believe the total was around $9 billion got bet in January. Like, that is so crazy. Um, oh, this, so U.S. casinos won $66.5 billion in 2023. Yeah. That's just casinos, not like stuff like a FanDuel or um, yep. whatever. That's other just sport, that. Just for casinos. That's nuts. Dude, I'm I'm just saying, like, if people would just keep the money in their pockets, do you know what we could do to stimulate the U.S. economy? Well, Let's turn this into an economic show. Well, or it's like the lottery, like it's literally the poor people tax. Oh yeah, like hundred percent brutal. Don't bet, invest. Yeah, seriously, save save all your lottery dollars and retire someday, people. Yeah. Um. Don't do your don't do your Mega Millions pick uh, on Wednesdays. Yeah. Um. We need to jump down to our next game. We need to wrap up with totality here. Um, the playoffs, uh, yeah. in terms of our, our pick them, um, Mike and I had tied and he won on the, when we guessed yards, yards for a, a single quarterback in the first round of the playoffs, uh, we tied at 58 and 32, uh, going into this last week, we were all separated by just a point, I think, um, point or two, yep, point for or our two. playoff total, our separate yeah, total, for our playoff yeah. total. So, uh, it came down to who picked. 49ers fans definitely took the 49ers, so we did not end up winning. Um, Do not 49er fans. 
took the Chiefs and won. And they won, and you guys were tied. Yes, but we, we did were do tied. a score in case so, there was a tiebreaker. So yeah, so we did. So James and I were both sitting at ten and five, um, with the Chiefs winning that brought it to ten and five. So then, since Jameson got the closest score and the winner, we gave him an extra point. His score prediction was twenty six twenty four. Score ended up being twenty five twenty two. The actual closest score would have been Matt because he was at twenty five to twenty one for the total score, off by one point on each side, but gave the the winner to the Niners. So that's why we gave Jameson two points there. So for our playoff total, Jameson is our winner, even yes, though. Sir. He was, I guess I could say it, our loser for the regular season. So playoffs matter, man. Playoffs matter. It's like playoff LeBron, right? Playoff Mahomes. Playoff I turn Brady. It on when it matters. That's right. Me in the I, tournament. I do think that do we, we do we need to create something like have something. I know we talked about this that we were going to talk about this off air, and then we didn't. Well, we the three of us can talk about it off air because we owe we owe uh, Senor Mike uh, some stuff. So, A belt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we, we owe him an over-the-shoulder version of it or whatever we're going to do. Whatever but the WWE we'll, has. We'll talk off air the about that The most outrageous But, Jameson, trophy. have you ever not taken last place in the regular season? I don't know. I'd like I, to get freaky with it. I don't know. I mean, That's I, creepy what I've, you just said, I've, so just I've keep moving on. Dumb, Good job. I've made some dumb pickums before. Yeah, no, you do dumb things, but that's just to take us off. I don't... Uh, maybe Jameson got okay. you once. But I'm pretty I sure I have won. We ended up doing, honestly, for to Jameson's defense, there ended up being a lot of Rams games that we picked. Yeah, and you kept early in the Rams games And, and it was there. early in the season. Yeah. The Rams started like three and six. And so they didn't start well. And so that kind of put Jameson in a hole to start. Um, because Did, we, we all thought the Rams weren't going to be good. And they weren't playing good teams really either at the beginning of the season. I was just telegraphing my views on the Rams by picking them. I was just a little early. Also, right. I haven't given credit, but I'm pretty sure Grant did like pick against his own team more than once this year. Yes, I did. I, I did against. I'd say um, that. I did against the Ravens, I think, and that ended up yeah, well, <laughs> ended up being a good one. Uh, yeah. The, and then I think it was the one against one against the Niners I picked, uh, I, and I, I thought of it because because I was really ticked off. Yeah, I was like super mad. Oh yeah, it was when they played in San Francisco and Drew Locke was our quarterback. I do believe like, technically this is the first year I haven't won. Mm. I mean, Mike, I mean, I know I tied with him, but like we did the tiebreaker. I think this is the first year I haven't won the pick Um, One thing I will say, I've never been like this close to the top. Yeah. There was weeks where I actually was like ahead. Like there was yeah. like two or three weeks where I was, I was number one or at least tied for the number one spot. So, so I'm very proud of my, of my, my pick them. So I did, I destroyed in my two pick leagues this year. I didn't pick the same way in those leagues necessarily that I did here. Um, you more, a little more biased here than. Uh, no, I think, I think I was a little more upset prone at times here. I tried to zag like with you guys a oh. little bit more because I knew mm-hmm. we were so tight. Yeah. And so I was trying to get points here and there. Sure. Um, and there I was like, nah, this is what I know. Um, I actually, uh, I had two different weeks where I had only two wrong in my pick Uh, so were you picking every game? Yeah, we pick every game in that okay. in in our different leagues. Um, I'm I'm in two two pick'em leagues. We and, do, no, we our pick'em takes way too long. No, the we, five games. Yeah, we, we can't run through them. <laughs> yeah, People dude, flipping talking stuff. Yeah, it, we would have like four hour episodes, and two of them would just be on that. Yes. Okay. So credit to Mike. Credit to Jameson. They got dubs. Um, but I have our way too earlys that we need to hit, and I do. I didn't tell you guys I wanted to touch on this, but. We have we have the time, and so we'll get to something else or, or, or in a moment. 
Uh, but real quick, you're way too early. Super Bowl matchup for next year hmm. is, and I'll and, and I'll go first because I I've had the time to think about it. I knew I was going to do this tonight, and I'm kind of dropping it on you guys. Okay. Um. So I have, I know one of them for sure. I have zero reason to pick against the Chiefs. I that's, really do. That's what I was about to say. Like, I have yeah. zero reason, but as we all know, what they just did is the hardest thing to do in sports. Yeah. It is. To repeat in the NFL is the hardest thing to do in sports. The rosters are so big. Health is so difficult to maintain. I mean, as much as they didn't play good, they were healthy. Right. For the most part. Like, For the most part. You know, I think For the most part. Kelsey that, missed a game or two, but. Yeah. And out, but. I mean, you know, they, yeah, they had some offensive line issues as well. But um, I just, and I'm only saying it because three times in a row seems insane. I, I mean, don't yeah. think the Chiefs are in next year. And I'm just saying it because three times in a row seems insane. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens. Feel real good about that pick. I think they're going to address the run game. Um, oh man! If there's a rumor about them chasing after Barkley or or King Henry, King Henry's call on the it, dude. King Henry's on the open market, kids. Um, that, and if dude. all you need to do is get a secure secure ball handler who can catch the ball when necessary out of backfield, that is your guy. Mike Evans? Are you kidding me? He's available, bro. Uh, drop Odell and go get him. Um, yeah, I mean, well, they only signed him for a year deal, so I think Odell's gone. Let bye bye. Um. No, I I really do. I think the Ravens are great. And, um, you know, the Chiefs just, they outcoach people. Um, but the Ravens roster is so good uh, going into next year. Don't have their defensive coordinator anymore. They don't just have saying. their defensive coordinator. But, um, no, Handler, baby. I like them a lot. Uh, it was a great team. I, I mean, I also tempted to pick the Dolphins as a wild card just because uh, if they didn't have 13 injuries on that team, they could have been a real handful in the playoffs, also too. Also, two as their quarterback. Yeah, there's that. I think they need home field advantage through the whole playoffs until the Super Bowl in order to get that done. Yeah. There seems like it. And sure I don't know if I like can it. bet on them winning a winning their division like that. Fair. They, they, that is clearly right now the toughest division in football, too. So, But I'm going to take the Ravens just because of where they're at. They got a lot of great contracts. And um, they they have draft capital. They have all the necessary components. And for the most part, they're very healthy. They just need to get a running back. Um, and, and a little bit of help on that uh, wide receiver front as well, obviously. So, like them a lot. Um, I'll take them. Um, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zag from what you guys might assume. I'm going to take the Lions. Uh-huh. Continuity and coaching matters. The, and I the love Bowl, the Ben Johnson. The Super Bowl all of America wanted I'm gonna last, take, this past year. Yes, uh, and I'm going to take Ben Johnson uh, and, and give him one props. One more year. That is, that is one of the coolest moves that I've seen. Uh, a guy who clearly could have any job he wanted this offseason could have gone after Dude, it. Dude, almost was, every team was waiting to hire a guy really, until until they could interview him. They love this guy. And for him to say stay and say, we've got unfinished business and I believe in this team, I love that. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and make that my pick. I'm not going to homer this one out, though I think the 49ers are clearly a more than capable team of getting back. Yeah. Um. And I uh, and I'll I just really like the Lions. This is my this is my second favorite off NFC team for sure. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Oh, and I will just go ahead and take the Lions as the winner. I'm gonna take the Lions with the dub. We'll just do that too. The Lombardi Trophy back in the NFC. Let's go. But I'll also just give it to give it to Rock City. Let's do it. 
I mean, dude, that place would be electric. Dude. I would love it. Like, would have loved never, it this year. Like, I never want to see it in Dallas. I never, never. want to see it in San Fran. Never, never want to see it in see- Philly. Never. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't hate the. the I, Eagles. I hate I, Eagle I know, fans. I know you do. I, don't, I hated them before this year. I don't like, have, a, no I don't have a hate They're the for them. worst. I would love to see it in Baltimore. Like I love Lamar Jackson. I like Harbaugh. I've always like that's always been a, a team for me that I've like enjoyed. Is the Ravens for some reason? Like, yeah. When you're like a kid, you like have a team that you like, kind of like or yeah. things like that. For some reason, that's for me. But um, my picks. I'm gonna go st- stick with the Lions in the NFC. I like that. Another year for Ben Johnson and Goff and. And they, they get a draft again and all that kind of stuff. Love what Brad Holmes has done. And then I'm just going to go with the Chiefs because I can't bet against Mahomes. So nothing more I can really say. Yes, it's the hardest thing to do. But I think this team is going to just get even better. Like, I don't, like I, don't, I don't see any way that they could drop off. Obviously, they got to they gotta re-sign Chris Jones. But he said he's staying. Um, they're probably not going to franchise tag himself to put a deal together for him. Um, but... Andy Reid's not going anywhere. Mahomes isn't. Kelsey isn't. And those three are, and Jones most likely isn't. Those four is kind of all you need to uh, win a Super Bowl. So that's where I'm going. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take the, I'm still going to take the Chiefs to three-peat. So. Yeah. Um, the, the Ravens for me would be kind of my next pick. The thing is, I, We'll believe it when I see it with them because every time something has happened in the offseason, I'm like, oh, well, the Ravens will just address this deed with wide receivers, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I, are they actually going to do it? Like, I'll believe it sure when I haven't. see it. So if they, if they do end up doing that, I, I like them as a favorite. But with where things stand um, and because I don't fully have faith that the Ravens will do all of the right things they need to do uh, in that regard, um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs still. There's not really another team in the AFC other than the Ravens that I feel super confident in. Like I like the Texans a lot. I think they're still like a year away with how young they are, um, but they, they're going to give some people fits this year, but I'm going to roll with the chiefs. Um, and then the NFC is an interesting conversation. Um, I, you know, I want to throw the lions in there too. I really do. I think um, a lions chiefs lions Ravens super bowl would be a lot of fun. Um, and I think Ben Johnson coming back for one last ride means a lot um and i think they will also perform really well in the regular season which is gonna again keep them in a dome and i feel like if they just keep that thing going that offensive machine can keep running um so i kind of like where the lions are positioned but you know what i'm doing it i'm gonna say the rams make the super bowl this year oh there we go because (laughs) even this year with the expectations that we had with going three and six needing to fill spots really quickly with injury and then, you know, bringing in these rookies and having their performances. Um, I think another year legitimately puts them in like the top four in the NFC. And I think anybody in the top four in the NFC has a good enough shot with That's fair. where the NFC is at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still am a firm believer in the fact that the Rams could have beaten the Lions this year. And I think they would have taken the same path. I think they would have met- matched up with the 49ers in the NFC championship. And with the Niners, how they were playing at that time, like I could see a path to where. The Rams could have potentially made the Super Bowl. I would not have felt as confident with the Rams playing the Chiefs as I would have against the Niners playing the Chiefs. But there's like a legit world where in a year where they weren't supposed to be here, you can call it a miracle one, whatever. I think another year with those young guys in an NFC that's still kind of wide open. We know who the heavy hitters are going to be kind of going into the year. Um, But this year we kind of saw like how did Tampa Bay sneak in here and whoa, they beat the Eagles and 
there's a lot of craziness outside of the like the one or two teams that we absolutely knew were going to be there. Um, and so I'm just going to roll with that. I'm going to try to manifest it. Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Put it out there. Um, and, you know, we'll see if it can happen. I it, it would suck, though, because I will be rooting for a three-peat. But as soon as the Rams, if that ever happened, it would be like, oh, man, I want to see a three-peat so bad. That would be so sick. But ain't no way I'm rooting for anybody other than the Rams in that. And it would be a devastating Super Bowl loss. So. Uh, but that's what I'm going to manifest. Rams, Chiefs, Super Bowl next season. You know what the bummer is? Is that the top four teams, the Rams aren't going to be in there because Mike, Mc- Mike McDonald is going to take care of business in the NFC, baby. Let's go. Pro- probably not. Yep. Yeah, probably not. 100%. <laughs> I don't even have a, I don't. I don't even want to go down the road. I'm good. <clears throat> you, can I, can I just of- point out now, I did this in front of somebody else the other day, Yeah. that Grant got so excited about his team going offense with Ben Johnson well, and like was losing his mind, right? And then I'm sitting right here and when they talk about, you know, this defensive coordinator from the Ravens getting the job and he's like, dude, I'm so pumped. And he's going off about this. And I'm like, he was preaching the week Listen. before his excitedness about his team going away from defense. And then he like starts losing his mind about how excited he is when they go okay. to defense. Okay, wait, 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 like, two seconds. For the one, hypocrisy was real. No, 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 it was funny. No, Ben Johnson ended up not even being available. They didn't even. He didn't even interview. I wanted Ben Johnson but, number one, but when it literally was like he's not even on the table. But there wasn't even a part of you that was disappointed that no. they went defense because you no, were sure. so excited. No, to see sure, him go but offense. then we went and got Ryan Grubb, who had the best offense in college football last year. And the Washington Huskies, so that was dope. But no, but then also looking at the tape, watching the interviews, press conferences, the stuff that he does, uh, I'm very excited because I think a great answer for these offensive gurus like Shanahan and McVay, maybe we he has been touted as like they literally called him the McVay of defense. Now is that maybe unfair? I don't know. But what he did with the Ravens defense was impressive, historical, and now he gets some awesome weapons on the defensive side for Seattle. And that is exciting. And he's young. So like all that is exciting. Yes. If I could pick would I pick Ben Johnson, probably also Mike McDonald's awesome. Also his GM did go get like the freaking monsters for his defense and let him go wild over there. in uh, in Baltimore did have a top three linebacker duo and dear yes, Lord, a, free a agent. 10 year Patrick Queen, freaking baby pro bowl <laughs> safety in Kyle Hamilton. Yep. Uh, yeah, Hamilton dude, is I mean, if you legit. guys are smart, you go get that because uh, I well, Patrick Bob, Queen Bobby liter- can't cover nobody. Patrick Queen literally said when they promoted their defense quarter in Baltimore, he was like, "They got everything they need there." Literally saying that like, implying yeah. that he's not going to be there. They got everything they and, need there. Yep. yep. Bingo. So, uh, yeah. Patrick Queen, let's go. So uh, I wanted to take a bit um, and talk about the upcoming draft a little bit. We're going to get into uh, right before the draft in April. We take a couple months off every year. This is our last episode for a couple months. Um, and uh, Honestly, then, like a month at this point. No, it's two. two I months. guess it's the end of April. Yeah, it's at the very end of April. Yeah, it's, it's that last Thursday. So um, we got we got two months off almost here uh, with the podcast. And so we'll, but we will get into pre-draft. We will do the first round and uh, essentially just select every pick between the four of us of the entire first round, we'll do our own mock. Um, but I was looking at the draft order as it sits right now. 
Um, we we haven't hit the combine yet. That's coming up very shortly. Two weeks uh, or ne- next, next week. week. Yeah, next week is the combine. Um, and uh, there's going to be a whole lot of you know this is like it's lying season. It's what it is. It's lying season in the NFL. Posturing. Everybody says everything. Crap. Like literally nothing's true. So right now in the top five, we're in, I want to focus on just that because we have some coaching changes for sure all over the map here uh, in, the, in the top five picks. And we have some obvious teams with really big needs. So Chicago still sits at one. They currently have Justin Fields. Rumors are everywhere. If you've listened they, this to is, all, this is the talk of the offseason. It is, and and it makes sense that it is. They have the number one pick, and they have a big choice to make with Fields uh, in terms of where he's at in development. I, I think we would all agree that the guy is taking steps forward and clearly had the best roster that he's had um, so far in his young career. Um, a lot of rumors, if you paid attention at all, that he that Pittsburgh is very interested. But uh, he's been tied to Atlanta. That's where he's from. Been tied to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta is picking at eight. They probably have a, a little stronger reach in terms of what they can provide. If you scroll down, I believe Pittsburgh is 20th, 20th right now. Uh, that's going to be a tough go and tough sell uh, to try and go get the number one pick from 20. Uh, the the Bears are also apparently are holding fields uh, for a king's ransom. Uh, three number ones. They are is the, what is the stated cost. The Bears are in the best position because they can ask a king's ransom for the number one pick. Yep. And Justin Fields. And they have number nine. And they yeah. And they have a top ten pick. Yes. They and, they, can, and they have a bunch next uh, in the next in the next in the few days after that too. And when your team sucks for this many years in a row, uh, they should have this kind of capital and ability uh-huh. to do whatever they want. So, here's where I want to fix, uh, fixate and focus. We cannot predict trades, but I know both of you would probably state um, that there's a strong likelihood that Chicago is going to do, and I, and I think you'll agree with my assessment here, they're going to do one of two things. Uh, the more likely, I think, is that they uh, trade the number one pick and that they keep fields. That is what I think. Okay? And I think they trade the number one pick to either Washington or New England. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they trade that pick knowing that that team is going to take quarterback and then the next team is also going to take quarterback. Washington and New England have to take quarterback. Like Desperate. That's absolute got to do it. Sam Howell is not part of this administration's pick. Uh, Washington did a whole changeover. Um, so Sam Howell is going to lose. Had, his had job. arguably the worst quarterback room in the league last year. Also, the worst offensive line in the league last year. Worst offense in the league last year. Uh, yeah, that's pretty close. Uh, the New York I mean, Giants, probably the, the teams, Jets. In, the, the, the Jets were probably. I was worse. say, yeah, the, the New York teams were also. Yes, they also were are very, coming very for that bad. title. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the coveted title of worst offense. I mean, New England was right there too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that was, okay. it was all terrible. So, um, anyway, but both those teams need to take quarterbacks. So. I think that Chicago's probably going to trade down because I think they're going to keep fields. That is what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Um, now, if they stay there, though, and that's what we have to choose, is that they stay. Yeah. We can't predict the, a trade. Um, if Chicago holds because here. Because it could end up being a team like the Raiders that end up. Because like, like last year, the, the, 
Panthers came out of nowhere to trade for the number one spot, mm-hmm. and they were quite a few spaces down. So it's, it's it could be any team that makes a and, trade. And look what it got them. You know, like <laughs> they would have been the number one picking team had they not given this pick to Chicago. So I I think that it is most likely that the Bears keep Fields and they trade this pick. But if they stay in this pick, whenever they do draft, their pick has to be Junior. It has to be Marvin Harrison Jr. If you're keeping Fields, you are drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. You are giving DJ Moore a buddy on the other side. And the electric. You are you're you're, you're stating like a top five wide receiver. No deal. excuses. No excuses. Got to get it done. I mean, they also have a really good uh, tight end in Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, and no excuses. Good, good get running, it done yeah. on the offensive side of the ball, and they go off and running here. Like that is that's what I see happening. Remember this this team won seven games. They were in very close games in five of their ten losses. Yeah. Uh, they they got beat. Well, by, and Fields was injured for a good like three or four games. Yeah. There. I, yeah. This this was a decent team. This was a decent team that just needs a few over the top. So I think that's what they do if they stay in the top three. I think that that probably is a wise choice. But they are the Bears. <laughs> this is Come a on, team. They got, they're getting better. No, I understand that. But Come you decided on. to stick with, with Eberflus when Belichick and Vrabel and all of these guys, like, arguably the best, like, free agency for head coaching. You're like, we're going to stick with Good point. Eberflus. Good point. Um, I like Fields. I think the dude has great potential to be kind of a perennial pro bowler. You know, you know, going to the playoffs, I don't know if he ever is, like, you know, going to, you know, make Super Bowls, win Super Bowls or whatever. I think he's a really talented. Um, but I think, I think the Bears are going to convince themselves because this team has always been cheap. It's always what they've done. They've not spent money that they're going to, they are going to be scared to pay Justin Fields forty plus million dollars a year, which is what he's going to command, which is what the market is now for someone at his age and his when his talent, what he can do. But if they sign him to that deal this year, they don't have to. I don't. He's, they don't have to pay him forty. No, because well, his market his market money is not that. Yeah, but I don't think Fields is going. to... Well, but yeah, Fields, if Fields would have to sign it, he'd have yeah. to okay that, and he. I don't think he would either. Maybe. I mean, they're they're in the position of trying to make as most money as they can because the NFL is not for long. Um, so. I think that they are going to be enticed with, for one, the, the, the talent in Caleb Williams, which I do think has, has, has good talent. You know, I, I don't think he's as high as everybody is saying, like, you know, the next this, the next that. Um, but I think with that price tag, they're going to be very enticed with that. And so I, that's the, the route I think that they're going to go. So I'm going, they're going to they're gonna draft Caleb Williams and then trade, trade him to somewhere like Las Vegas, the Falcons, the, I don't know, the Atlanta. I mean, even the Giants, if they wanted to try and trade, I don't know. Um, but that's what I think is going to happen. Jameson, how about you? Um, it's tough. I, I do like Fields. I think he has a lot of potential there as well. Um, I've always been of the, the thought where it's like, if I can get him in a place like Atlanta, that would be pretty slick. Um, I don't know if you've, not to steer the conversation away too much, but um, I, have you guys heard any of the rumors about Russell Wilson going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like I, he, I don't, I think he, he is the, the Vegas favorite. He's, he's the favorite. And ironically, I could see a Justin Fields in that position as well. Just given their tool sets, uh, obviously Russ is a better passer, but I think the potential for fields as a passer is there. They have some well, he's younger, receivers. he's younger. He's a little bit more spry. He can do some of the stuff with his legs that Russ can't really do anymore. 
Yeah. Um, but I also understand if, you know, for the Steelers, their direction is more seniority than it is just like raw ability of what you can do. Um, cause it feels like they haven't quite had that since big Ben was gone. Um, but yeah, that, that's still kind of my, my number one thing with fields. And I, I totally would understand wanting to draft a quarterback number one overall as well. Um, I've also been seeing a lot of great Drake Mays tape. Uh, and I'm like really into kind of what I'm seeing with him. I, I still have that feeling in my gut that they're going to take Caleb Williams first overall, trade some stuff around. And, you know, maybe that's also partially Eberflus wants to save his job because maybe the upside he buys of himself somebody more time with, buys himself some more time with the rookie quarterback. And also, you know, this is a guy who, if he comes in and kind of fulfills his potential, then he's got some Mahomes-esque ability just with what they can do with him offensively. So you kind of buy yourself a little bit of time there. And I, I also, even though I don't think Eberflus is that great of a coach, I can understand him not wanting to like hitch his job security to a guy like Fields, even with the Fields upside, just because we simply haven't seen it yet. Um, and I think a change of scenery for Justin Fields would also be good. That's kind of what I'm still anticipating here. Um, but I, I'm really interested to see if those trades come through because there will definitely be some picks flying around if that is the case. I. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think that that Pittsburgh thing is going to determine quite a bit in terms of where they go. How confident are they in their ability to move forward with what they have? And what price are they willing to pay? I think Russell Wilson's going to be literally, um, and I know this sounds probably kind of silly to say, but so much cheaper than Justin Fields. So yeah, because yeah, he's already getting his money for the Broncos, right? And and there's gonna they're they're already on the hook. They're gonna have to pay out for that and all that garbage. You so could, you could you could pay him like five to ten million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they, he'd be making forty plus. It's it's not a big deal. Um, and uh, for the for Pittsburgh. Um, it just makes a lot more sense, I think, for Pittsburgh to take him um, and reboot your running back uh, situation. Um, but you're going to have to probably give up uh, a one and uh, to go get Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, Denver's not giving him away. That, no, they can't. They can't afford to. That, that's not happening. So they've got to get a one out of it. Um, again, Pittsburgh picks at 20. Um, that's not b- bad value for that. but. The, that 20 pick would be really bad value at this point for fields. That makes yeah. no sense. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I actually think that that is the big inhibitor. And when, when we've brought up the point that, you know, before that Chicago should move on from fields or that's been brought up on this podcast. And I was adamant that you just don't do it. Um, and it makes no sense. This is pretty much why I just don't think there's a great suitor out there. And if, Chicago's really trying to get three ones in. It's just not going to no, happen. That's, Nobody's that's, giving that up. No, Everybody sw- saw like, what happened with the Niners and Trey Lance, and they're not doing well, it. Even, even, and what Carolina just did with Bryce Young. Well, not not even that, but like when with Wilson, he only got two firsts. And Wilson has, right. I mean, way in terms of what he did up until like the last two years, obviously not, but like, like the, the, that was even a, a way better deal. Like people thought that the Seahawks got fleeced there. Like there's no way that Fields is going to command three. No, and I, well, I just think teams have seen teams get burned too much yeah. and they know what it costs. Look, you know, the Deshaun Niners, Watson. the Niners only recovered because they found Brock Purdy at the end of a draft. Yeah. It's the only reason they recovered. They found a needle in a haystack. Literally. Like they just got so lucky. 
and and this that's guy's not all even there is making a million dollars. Right. So, um, you know, I I just look at that and go, nah, probably not going to happen. Um, well, let's look at Washington at two. I think the the next few are, are a little more straightforward. Um, now I have been. Uh, I already so in said your, in your track in mine and Harrison's gone. Harrison's gone. So then the top quarterback then top quarterback for you. I know is different. Probably. Yep. Uh, my, my top quarterback right now is may. Um, and if you're going to build something around a guy who is long-term minded, doesn't give a crud about himself and wants to go win football games. It's may, um, Caleb Williams. And I, I will continue to repeat this until the draft happens. And I will continue to repeat it next year. Caleb Williams is not going to be a success in the NFL. Uh, never seen a dude that flashes like that in college um, do well in the NFL. He is about his dollars and his cents, and it does not make any sense. Washington seems to be bringing a lot of good football pe- people in. They just took Adam Peters from the 49ers uh, to be their new GM, and Adam Peters is a character guy, straight up. Derek May is a character guy. Drake May. Drake, sorry, I called him Derek. Yeah. Derek Jeter is sorry, a character. Sorry, I've done that twice now. <laughs> um, but Drake May is genuinely a character guy, and I think that's what Washington's going to go after. He also looks like a prototypical NFL quarterback, and uh, this team already has good receivers. They just need a strong Drake, arm. Drake May has defenses. dealt with some stuff yep. in, the, in the in the excuse me in the in college. Lost some of his pass catchers injury, yep. like. He's battled through it. He battle tested. Yeah, he's a battle tested guy, and I think he just looks like an NFL quarterback. I think he sounds like an NFL quarterback. He carries himself in life like an NFL quarterback. And I think Washington wants no nonsense here. And well, I don't think they're going like, to mess with that's Caleb what their Williams. Owner, that's what their owner was for forever long. Yep. The commanders, just absolute nonsense. Yep. So that that's why I take him there, and it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I, I'd also go Drake May mainly because I think that Caleb Williams ought to be gone. And so I think that that Washington draft Drake may as well. Cause I think, yeah, that dude's legit. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of the same reasons, but also I just think he's now the best available at their largest position of need. Jameson, are you any different? Uh, for Drake may here. Yeah. Number two. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think he's second off the board. I think he's the second quarterback off the board as well. Yeah. New England, New England. So this is where it gets interesting for me. Um, Caleb Williams, again, not, not necessarily a fit for cold weather awesomeness. Uh, this dude does not seem like that would be his vibe, but I think he's going to be the best available quarterback or have the highest uh, rating here. And I think New England's going to take a shot. I think, I think Washington will shock the world with, uh, with their draft pick. And I think New England will have no choice but to take the shot. Caleb Williams goes three. Yeah. Uh, I again, I, I I'd go Jaden Daniels because I I think May and Williams will be gone. Which also is really dumb that he won Heis- Heisman. By the way, that was stupid. Yes. Team was sitting on the couch during the playoffs. Um, this one's kind of tough for me because I I do teeter. Like I I feel like this could be a a Jane Daniels spot here. Yeah. Um, but I also think it would be kind of crazy for. Harrison Harrison Jr. to not yeah. be drafted yeah. here. Um, so I, I would that's say just Marvin best player, Jr. best available, yeah, best available player. You take him. You've you've seen what that franchise has had with, for receivers, not including mm-hmm. like guys like Gronk or Edelman. Like we're talking, like it's been nobody blue, since then. 
number one receiver. There just hasn't really been a guy, even on most of those Tom Brady teams. It's like, when's the last time they had a true blue, probably contender for who will be like a top five wide receiver once he really starts going? Might have to go back to like Randy Moss, if, again, if we're not counting guys like Gronk. Um, yeah. At the so, wide receiver position. Yeah, at the wide receiver position. So I I feel like it's a pretty good change of culture to also make that kind of pick. Uh, and I think it would be a breath of fresh air. And I think that would also sell a lot of tickets potentially if they can find their Justin Jefferson kind of guy. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say Marvin Harrison Jr. there, even though looking at the next couple of picks, it would obviously be really cool to see him fall to one of these other teams just from like an excitement level um, in the offense. But yeah, I'm going to say Marvin Harrison Jr. I think it's just best available. You take him, you kind of set the new standard for the culture here, and you go with it. Here, here's why I like that. If it was able to happen, I there's a pick that I like for the Patriots. They draft second, also I think it's second in the yeah in second the second round. round. Bo Nix. I that was about to say I or that or would be Penix. Bo Nix like, or like, Penix is going to be the there. Second round, second round, and yeah. and but I like Bo Nix in that fit. In that, uh, it, like in he seems very much so like he would fit in you New do England. That, uh, and the style Patriots play. probably probably win the draft. Yeah, if, I, you, if you get Harrison, you walk away with a Penix or a Bo either Nix. one because Penix should be early second, mid second. Is that's where he's at right now? Early second, mid second. One of them is going to be available right there, and I think that would just be awesome. Those are both guys that can play in cold weather. Um, those are both guys that played um, high-accuracy offenses uh, where they had to fit ball into tight window consistently. Um, and I, I love the fit either way, but I love Bo Nix there. I th- if, if, he got, if they got Bo Nix and, and Harrison, yes, like you just said, Grant, win the draft. But um, I, th- I think that'll be really interesting. If he doesn't go uh, to the Bears... This is where I have Harrison. There is no way he makes it to Arizona at four. I no. that Harrison? will shock me. Well, that's because of the track that I've picked. I I can see that just because of the the quarterback heavy need here. And dear God, I'd feel so bad for him if he ended up in Arizona. Well, also I'd be terrified because then I have to, we all all of us have to play him. Well, that's fine. That team sucks. I mean, that's fair. That, seriously, their defense is trash. Yeah, yeah. Like they're I mean, absolute trash. It would still be. You know, uh, just from a third party perspective, you know, we we obviously dislike any rival in our division, but like Kyler, Kyler to uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. could be pretty electric if Kyler is can play the level that he's been known to play at before. Before so, his injury. Yeah, yeah they it, can have that one touchdown fun. a game while they're giving up five. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, they're going to lose everything, but it'll be fun. <laughs> offense. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's I, I could see that happening. I like they do need a, a wide receiver in. Arizona so they I think they probably take whoever's next best in that position yeah um which means in, in my board I would still have Drake or I would still have Jaden Daniels available uh past this fourth pick here mm-hmm. okay and probably even the fifth well obviously the fifth pick if we're looking that far ahead which is the Chargers draft fifth so I they don't think, need a quarterback well yeah no they don't I think what the Chargers should do they should go after this. And this, this is where this would be. I think I can see it happening. I don't know. I might be crazy for the number five. I don't know if we're going to go to five, but I'll say it. Uh, the dude from LSU neighbors, second best wide receiver. M- Mike Williams probably getting cut. I just saw that he's owed $20 million. Yeah. They're not year. keeping Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's field. getting old. Keenan Allen's getting old. Like they yeah. have a huge need at wide receiver. But they, yeah. They'll and pay they, Keenan Allen with his hands. 
Yeah. For for playing 14 games, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we know he's going to miss three. But, but, but like, what I'm saying is that they need another guy. And Neighbors is, is and I, be the number one in a lot of other drafts. If there wasn't Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Well, um, and that's the thing. I, I think Neighbors would go to Arizona. Mm, at four, I, I think yeah. he would go there at four. I think again, even with Jaden Daniels available, the quarterback's not That's, necessarily your need. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Daniel so, Jeremiah agrees with you. So then, was, so yeah, then, would the you way. have Jaden Daniels going like six to the Giants? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I, I can see all of that. Like, I I think those are probably those six picks. The two, it's it's the two. Um. Wait, no. J- I think Jaden um, Daniels is either going six or he's going eight. Atlanta. Falcons are also going to take a quarterback. They're yeah. going to take JJ or they're going to take Daniels. I so hope. I don't feel great about JJ if I'm being real. I so hope for some re- like, like I really hope that JJ McCarthy is gone just so the Seahawks don't don't draft him. Like just out of that, that <laughs> scarcity of like I was I've not that they really might... been like blown away by no by him. Joe Joe Clatt thinks he's incredible. Um, oh well, then don't pick him. I I think. In some mock drafts that I'm looking at here, they have him going eight to the Falcons. Yeah, and I just think that would be an absolute mistake, I, given their quarterback situation year after okay, year, to realize. miss again on a quarterback like this. So I, I will be shocked. Okay, like okay, I will be shocked if this happens. But we we're talking we're talking through like four quarterbacks and eight picks. Okay, that's like that's the number we're considering here. Mm-hmm. Um, is four and eight picks. There's a world, you guys, where I don't know what's going to happen at the combine and what's going to happen at pro day, like type scenarios. And then, and then trades, of course. Yeah, and trades happening and teams moving up and down. We don't know all this stuff, but like, there's a world where Atlanta moves up for sure. Yeah. New coach, new regime, if, especially if it's like all the if it's if it's Caleb Williams, and then Drake May are one and two. There are two quarterbacks are taken in those first two picks, like. They and, will probably try and, move and honestly, I think the team that loves it is the Chargers. I think the Chargers love it. Well, especially because it's they're in different different conferences. And, yeah, and I, and I and th- I and if I was going to predict a trade in the in the first ten picks, I uh, outside of the Chicago dropping, which I think will happen, I just have no idea who's going to ch- expose their capital it's, for that. It's probably one or two. Um, Maybe pick two or three. It, it ha- yeah, Washington seems like the most likely scenario. I don't think New England will give up stuff. They just organizationally don't make those types of moves. Um, but uh, I know that now. the Dark Lord is gone. But still, um, no, I think I think the Chargers like the drop from five to eight if they were if they were given yeah, enough yeah, capital to it's do it. Quarterback's taken. Yeah, because the Chargers don't need the quarterback, obviously, and they're going to take an offensive tackle. Yeah, I've been seeing. I Joe really Alt do think that's their move. In some, in some, they uh, I mean, they got to uh, keep their guy up. I've dude. seen, I've seen Alt in, I think three of my main five guys, yeah. uh, including Daniel Jeremiah, who I know we all hold in very high regard. Mike loves him, um, especially, and you know, Mike freaking is annoying as crap when it comes to this stuff. So, um, <laughs> but I would say it makes a lot of sense, but. Chargers at five, I would give them Joe Alt. Uh, Arizona, I actually like Neighbors a lot uh, for yeah, that that's, fit that's because I think, I think that I think Junior's going to be gone. Yeah, um, has to be. So, and and they're not quarterback. Yeah, for needs, Neighbors so to go ahead of, of them. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think we're looking at a scenario at all where three quarterbacks go in the first three picks. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think I think Marvin Harrison Junior is too good of a commodity to fall out of the top three. Um, so that's why, mm. but if he does neighbors looks interesting at five, yeah, 
if he does, because there's no way that Marvin Harrison Jr. would make a pass four. Oh, my God. Arizona would be the dumbest team to ever have drafted yeah. ever if it made it. They are a dumb him. team. Yeah, but they're not that. Nobody's that dumb. I don't think Nobody. So. I mean, I, I wouldn't even put that on them. Um, so neighbors could go at five or Joel and, and neighbors could go at four. Um, I mean, th- th- I think the Giants have to draft one of these quarterbacks. I think yeah. when you, Gi- if you get down to six, a six, like yeah. a Jaden Daniels or something like that. Jaden Daniels makes sense, but Jaden Daniels to me, I, I was, I don't know if that's NFL guys. Like it's just being real. I don't know if that's NFL. He's he's got a lot of numbers. I I don't. He collected I, him I against a lot of the bad end of I, the SEC. I understand that. I I totally do. But they are going People are going to be impressed with the touchdown number, with the yards number, and that holds such a high value. I know that maybe you don't think that, but like, dude, this team took Daniel Jones. Like it's like this whatever. They like, paid him forty million dollars a year. You're right. Well, Institutionally, and, and they're and stupid. They drafted him. And, and drafted him like the I, fifth overall pick. What's what's the and worst would, crime? And I, I'd and rather I'm, have drafted him than have paid him forty well, million a year. Well, no, but like, <laughs> but what I'm going to say is like, but Jane Daniels is more impressive than Daniel Jones ever was in college. I'm not disagreeing with that. Like, like in his one year. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely something to be said about because the dude like was okay, was okay, and then had one great year. Mm-hmm. Like. I understand that. I I don't I don't think that he is. It's a good point. I just I I think they're that there's so greater value in the mid range quarterbacks of you know like oh, yeah. there's I mean, greater value. Get, I mean, dude, honestly, I think the most one of the most, the most impressive throw of the football in this draft is Penix. Are if you they, if me? you can get Penix in the second round, which what are you doing wasting your time here at? Six? I think that's crazy because I don't see how a team like Pittsburgh, if they're sitting at twenty and they don't have their quarterback thing figured out, drafting Penix or yeah. Knicks. I mean, I, I personally well, think Penix is a better thrower of the ball. I think they just want to win right. I think Pittsburgh wants to win right now. That's yeah. that's the bigger yeah. issue. They got. Watt, I don't, they I got don't think they would do it because they want to win right now. Because they'd have to trade so, the quarterback to go get a win right now quarterback. Yeah, so I mean, they would have to. Have, I think probably figured that out by the by the by the draft. You know, yeah. got gotten their Kirk Cousins, gotten their Justin Fields, gotten their Russell Wilson, whoever. Who, uh, if, if, if you just want to scroll through your, I know, I know we all have mocks open and whatnot. Uh, before we, before we close, close out our, our episode and we take our break here. Um, who do you like outside of these like projected top three, top four guys? Who, who do you really, really like in this first round in terms of uh, potential draft picks? That one is really surprising, right? We're, we're Oregon guys. Troy Franklin right now. To the Chiefs. 6'3", 180 pounds going to the Chiefs. Uh, I would be surprised. Um, I, I didn't, I've seen him as high as about 35. I had not seen Troy Franklin making it into the first round anywhere. Other than this one. It was the first There's an, uh, another there. Oregonian but, but in there. Powers well, Johnson? Them, actually. Yeah. Jackson Power. I mean, the th- I, I like him a lot. I just think because like. He's an interior lineman. Like he's that projected value at the Rams it. on the mock that I'm looking at. Currently. The one I'm the one I'm looking at has him 26 of the Bucks. Yeah, um, but I I like him up a little more um, because I think he's he's just, he did an incredible job, um, you know this season. Um, but I do think there's an element of you know he's a center, you know he's an interior lineman. You know maybe he moves to guard. Um, about just like the value there if you you know in the mid teens or early 20s. Uh, there, but I like that. I mean, obviously Brock Bowers. Um, we're not even talking about the dudes at um, like Roma Dunze, right from Washington. Mm. 
like I mean th- those three I mean I mean Harrison Neighbors and Adunze like that those are some stud wide receivers right there like any team is going to be happy if one of those guys obviously falls to them um I mean yeah I'm just looking at Roma Adunze over 1600 yards 13 touchdowns like that's stinking impressive I will say so, I'm I'm really intrigued by where Cooper DeGene is at the yeah. 25th pick Yes, um, the one I'm looking at in, has in him Green at Bay. I has like, him at I'm really to... intrigued by that pick, um, because he can do a lot in the secondary. Uh, Just say it, Jameson. And he's white. Just say it. You know, he's, he's white. A white and he plays corner. He's a white corner, which is just like really intriguing. In the just, first round, just given he's also like a six-one, like two hundred something pound guy, and he can fly around. Um, no, which, that's cool, but. Kool Aid McKinstry. That's the coolest <laughs> name by far in this draft. One hundred percent. Yeah, you're you're leaving out Chop Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we're... Chop might not be in the oh, first round on this. No, one. They, oh, there he the is. one I have has him at yeah. uh, Edge uh, or going to the um, Lions. Potential cool like nickname there because he's an edge rusher and his first name is Chop. Yeah, that's legit. But yeah, like I mean, there's a lot of the guys I'm most interested in are going to be going in the top ten somewhere. Um, I I do see Brock Bowers as you mentioned also going to Cincinnati here, um, yeah. which could oh, be dude. potentially good for them to kind of reload uh, over these coming years with a, another young receiving weapon uh, in that form, unless having to rely on some wideouts because I feel like they've gotten some pretty decent tight end play over the years, but solidifying that I think especially with um, especially with Joe Burrow's game is like a pretty mm-hmm. good pairing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm a big fan. I was uh, I was trying to see his number, but I love Latou from UCLA on the edge. Mm-hmm. 6'4", 265. Like, he is almost identical size of Nick Bosa. Um, this is a dude who this, this last year uh, got two forced fumbles and two interceptions, had 13 sacks. If Total of 50 tackles at the edge spot. Yeah. Like, he's an edge setter and a quarterback murderer yeah i would love i would love if he was available at this this draft has him going 15 to the colts he's at 16 for seattle like come on do it and and honestly alabama's got both of their uh corners in the first in the first round here uh terry and arnold and kool-aid um like uh but arnold i think had more interceptions than kool-aid uh has more passes uh defense as well i actually think he's the better nfl prospect I'm just watching him, but Latou to me has that like just beat you down on the edge capacity. Um, I know Alabama's got a number of guys here. Dallas Turner also six four two forty five. Like you just look at the build though of Latou, and he could be successful in a in an honest to god four three, and just as you know the weak side edge setter right away. And you could pair him with one of these teams. He's probably going to go anywhere from about 13 to 25. Um, and if you're drafting in that spot, he's going to be the only real edge available as well. He's projected, I think, on most of them as a third edge. Um, after Jared uh, verse from uh, Florida State, who's also a monster. Don't get me wrong. Um, and Dallas Turner. But I really like him. Like, I think that that could be the steal. I, you know, last year I went real hard on a certain tight end from uh, Utah and uh, 
and and said I felt like he was possibly the best player in the draft. Yeah, you definitely said pass catcher. Yeah, and I I love him. I uh, really wish his quarterback would use him a little bit more, um, but still love him. And uh, I I do I do see this as like this is a home run of a first round get. If you're in mid range, that's a home run. I also like Cooper. I agree. Cooper's really interesting. If he's a late first, man, that is a really good late first corner. He's the biggest corner out of all yeah, that. I, I I looked it up six one two oh five, and he Dude. started at safety and corner uh, reliably at some point. So he's got he's got that know how in the backfield at least can kind of rotate through. Wouldn't but, be shocked if he moves down to strong safety. Yeah, the NFL. He projects real well there. Also, real long arms. Yep, real long arms. Like. If if this dude ended up at your 19, bro, if he ended up at 19 uh, coming over to you guys and you can pair him up on DK, that's that's a yeah. great matchup to watch. I, I And that know, is that, a need for us too. Um yeah. you know, as as much as I want to fix up the offensive line with Stafford there, um we get Cooper. Hey bro, we need, we you need had some a, help in the You had a pretty solid offensive Two line awesome barring white a couple guy injuries. Cooper's named I know. Cooper. You, your offensive Two line cubes. played stud ball at the beginning of the season before any injuries hit. Yep. Just saying. I agree. Uh, but no, just some cool prospects. Um, I'd encourage everybody uh, to check out Mock's watch next week as, uh, you know, you see the... Sorry. Happened. Um, nope. As you see teams gather, start talking about everything. Um, they go through the combine next week. Uh, pay attention to it. Um, I and and I'm just gonna call my shot right now. Watch Caleb Williams drop. Watch Caleb Williams drop. He's gonna move down the draft board. I don't think he it's is happening. Not man. the guy. He is not the guy, Dude. and it's gonna get shown. It watch Baldinger break him down. Watch anybody that does breakdowns. He will. T- they will tell you, inside and out. This dude misses open receivers constantly. He plays hero ball all the time. They're gonna. They're but he's going to have them throw this to the, the combine, he, and teams are going to see that, and they're going to be like, look at his arm. Well, and, that, I mean, for one, they convinced themselves from one throw on a pro day that Zach Wilson got. That's how yeah, one throw got, got yeah. him drafted. Well, you're not wrong. Overall. One throw. You're not wrong. Um, and I will say that Caleb Williams is more deserving of like in, in that pick than Zach Wilson. Um, but, Fair enough. But also. I wouldn't disagree with that. Caleb Williams' offensive line was terrible. They're going to chalk it up. Like, that's why. Cute. I'm not saying He's that's not what, good. I'm not saying that's what I'm believing, but I'm saying that's what is that they have convinced themselves of this narrative, and that I just think that narrative Man. is going to continue on. I just, you know, it really does show like how lazy, and we you hear this from NFL players all the time, like how lazy some scouts are when when things just get projected out. Like, oh, look at this guy. He's the they next just blank. Buy that hype, and then they just sell it because it's an easy thing to do. Because from a PR standpoint, they're not going to get murdered for saying it. Right, like do you just see that all the time, um, and I, you hear that a lot with like the Brock Purdy conversation. They're like, uh, everybody says that nobody wants to admit they're wrong. Nobody wants to say it, um, dude. I'll just sing it from the mountaintops. Waste of a pick. I will say this: the Bears kind of do have an out if they draft Caleb Williams because everybody will have said this is the pick you make. And if they make the pick, everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, great job, Bears. You finally did it. And then if he stinks, nobody can blame the Bears 
because everybody, like you said, has just been running with this guy's Patrick yeah. Mahomes 2.0. La la la. He's a can't miss guy. And so if they do, like if they drafted somebody else, they would probably be in for some problems, um, especially in like current day media. They would jump all over the Bears if they drafted somebody else at number one. But if they traded out of number one for a pretty good haul, they would probably still get roasted, maybe a little bit less. But they do kind of have that card in their back pocket where if they draft the guy that everybody said is freaking awesome and they do that and he's not awesome, then it's like, well, everybody's thought he was going to be awesome. We didn't screw right. up. This guy just didn't live up to the expectation. So bingo. Um, they do. You guys are yeah. totally right. They have the out. They do. Um, by the way, if Joe all is in the first offensive tackle taken in this draft, uh, six, eight, 322 pounds. <laughs> and by the way, he freaking runs. I guarantee you. In offensive tackles, he will be in the top three in terms of uh, his 40 time. Like, dude is a monster. Do you think the Patriots would have drafted him if Belichick was still there? No, dude. They'd have drafted some guy from state uh, that we've never heard of. He's a D3 (laughs) athlete. (laughs) Like, oh, my gosh. South Dakota Community College out of uh, freaking Pierre, right? Dude, I yeah. He's so bad at drafting. But anyway. Um, no, if he's not, uh, this is just like the dumbest thing ever. All is the no doubter for me. That's why this is a little easier to pick the Patriot draft because Bill Belichick isn't there to draft a Joe Schmo from Greendale College. Yeah, I really do think that if, if, and I can't see him doing it. I think Harbaugh is 100% taking Joe Alt. Yeah, I think whatever he does is a He's taking him. It's a statement pick for him. He's like, like, I'm going to come here, set an identity. We're drafting this guy. Let's go. Yeah, they're going to run the ball, dude. Justin Herbert's going to have a run game. Like, Which, by that the way, is what Harbaugh the Chargers does. are going to draft a running back in the second round. You're probably not wrong. Like, you probably, or they're going to go, they're going to go get free agency and a third blushed. rounder. They're, they yeah. may go get somebody in free agency and go get a third rounder, yeah, but they're going to run the ball next year. That's oh, going to be go after like Barkley. Oh, there was a tie somewhere. I saw dude, something about oh Barkley. Give, with give them Joe Alt and Barkley and I'll, Ooh. I'll take them to the AFC championship game right now. Like, that's how Ooh. good of a coach Harbaugh is, and he, that culture's going to change, bro. That dude is accountability all the way. They, they ain't going to be doing none of, no more of that free agency garbage. We're just throwing money at corners and whoever else wants to come play there. Um, yeah, he's, he's a beast of an of accountability guy. But anyway, I encourage you guys again, watch the combine next week. Be checking it out. Follow your team, what they're doing post-draft, pre-draft. Yeah, I just saw that. I Josh Jacobs that. is number one available running back on the market this Josh next Jacobs year. Josh Jacobs is available. Um, yeah, because they can't tag him again. So, uh, or they won't. Um, but, you know, go look at what your team can do. Be, be in the know, man. If your team wasn't in the Super Bowl, you've already been thinking about next year uh, for sure. Uh, I'm just now allowing myself to do it. I encourage everybody to be about that. And as we get close to the draft, you'll hear from us uh, in our first mock and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be putting our stuff out there for you, and then we're gonna be doing our live episode. Be so pumped to do it uh, day of, and uh, we're gonna go hard uh, when it comes to the NFL draft. So much love to everybody. Great twenty three twenty four season. Uh, privilege to have so many of you guys walk through it with us, and uh, we will see you uh, for the twenty four off season in two months. Um, yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Let's do this. Let's do it.